fight We don't have to kill Everybody in the whole wide world Really just needs to chill No, we don't Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Just Chill with Oliver George. This is episode 86, and not only is this a new episode, but it's also a brand new season, season four. I could not be more stoked about my guest that's sitting across from me. I can't wait to catch up with him. He is a fabulous person and a host's dream. Uh, but before we do get into it, I want to remind you, if you're watching on YouTube right now and you would prefer audio only, you can get that, of course, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and other places like that. If you were listening to me on one of those platforms, though, and you didn't know there was a visual side to the show, please come check it out here on YouTube. If you do come over to the YouTube side of things, I would really appreciate it if you would subscribe to the channel. You don't have to, but it does help me to keep growing this thing, and I love connecting with new people. Finally, if you want to reach out to me, maybe with a cool guest idea or some general feedback about the show, you can hit me up on social media or send me an email at justchillpodcasting at gmail.com. While you're doing that, let me know if you have interest in one of these Holofoil stickers with the show's logo on it, and I'll send you one free of charge. Woo, housekeeping done. Back to the guest who, as I said, I'm very, very excited to talk to, a multi-talented person, a comedian extraordinaire, a, an actor, and now co-host of a radio show in Kingston, fresh, I wrote this down, 104.3. I'm not a Kingston listener, so I was not that uh, familiar with it, but... Very proud of you for accomplishing that because it's freaking awesome. <laughs> and uh, also on Global News Mornings out mm. there in Kingston, which is uh, with Bill Wilichka from Much Music. Yeah, that's fun. And sorry, Jesse Reynolds. Yay! Can I take a sip now? <laughs> of Jesus course, yes. Christ. We're drinking some Pink Whitney. I've been dealing with Cheers. this umbrella in a martini glass. It's very precarious. Please hold. Oh! It's that is stronger right? than I remember. That's what I said. Woo! Oh, man. But that's it's all like, right. I'm feeling it. Okay. Yeah. So thank you, man. Thank you for coming back. No problem. Because a return guest is always a little extra special. Yeah, is it? Well, I think because you're, you're <laughs> done with the whole like, so where did you grow up? And oh, you can yeah. just have more fun and kind of hang out. You okay, know? sure. I thought you were going to say because like, you know, you've run run out of guests to ask. So oh, you just no. start no, no, at the top no, of the no. list again. And... <laughs> no, no, no. If anything, it's someone that I really enjoyed the first time around. Yes. And it's nice <laughs> to know that you were willing to come back as well. I feel like that looks good on me. That... Hey, any excuse to hang out in this clown's bedroom? <laughs> This is like a 15-year-old threw up in your walls, and I love it. You said that something similar the first time, and then you saw the Ninja Turtles, and you were like, okay, I guess I'm a little bit of a nerd. Yeah, it's just missing my picture. That's what I'm looking for. I should have brought you a headshot. I brought you a business card. You can bring me one and sign right. it. I'll put it up. All right, I'll mail it to you all the way from Kingston. So you were here originally for episode 11. I don't oh, yeah. remember the date, but it's a couple of years ago now. Yeah. So actually, maybe we'll do a flashback. I don't know if you want to <gasps> join me on the on the wide camera for a Wayne's World style. Okay. <laughs> Sidebar, you just mentioned amputations. And on our uh, one of our recent podcasts, we have a story about a guy who was in a car accident and he had to have his arm cut off, but he kept the arm. What? And apparently... Like this, pickled it or something? He Well, he got it... Uh, <laughs> What's the word? Taxidermy? Yes. Oh, my God. And now it's like on his wall on like a plaque. Like, you know how you'd like, <laughs> like with mount a thumbs a up? Tell me it's a thumb. Yes. Or a middle finger. I don't know. It's, be one or the other. Uh, it's holding a bouquet of flowers. Oh. But I know. Cheesy. Well, that, yeah. It should have been like, like a rock on or something. I didn't realize you could request this. Apparently, you just have to fill out a form. Maybe Kelly would know. But you just fill out a form and they'll like package it and you can take it to a taxidermist and have that done. How if I ever get anything amputated, I'm doing it. Hopefully, I can figure out the how to do that Probably transition. Not. Otherwise, it'll just be us doing that. <laughs> okay. Well. But um, yeah, so so much has happened in your life since then. It has. Oh, my God. Like Where do uh, we begin? Career, mm -hmm. family. Uh, so much. So where yeah. would you like to begin? Well, 
I'm no longer a podcaster like you. That's kind of where I was thinking yeah, we would yeah. start. Yeah. Because last time I was here, that was really the main thing I had going on with Jenna. Yeah. Our podcast after we got canned. Jenna from, and Jesse's, or Jesse and Jenna. Uh, Jesse and Jenna. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Let me have that, okay? Because now my name's second in Kingston. So, uh, okay. you know, got to get it right the first time. I mean, that was a great time. I still love Jenna. She's uh, in Vancouver now, and uh, she kind of retired from the business, if you will. She didn't want to do it anymore. And so, uh, yeah, she's having a great time. She's working in like, finance or some very she makes a lot of money way more than she ever made in radio you guys had a great run too you had a huge fan base and you had some accolades yeah yeah not bad uh but you know we were doing it to try to get picked up by another radio station so eventually we did it for like almost two years and and that wasn't happening probably because we just kept getting naughtier and naughtier and naughtier and so uh then then this opportunity for her came to move back to vancouver and uh, we decided it was time to just take a break it's still out there if you want to listen to it but uh yeah, we're not a new chapter. Episodes. Yeah, exactly. But you guys are still tight. You still oh uh, yeah, Text Zoom all the chat time. and stuff all the time, all the time. Yeah. That's good to hear. I not like so much that. Zoom. We're we're phone girls because we're from the '90s. So like you know, we'll drink wine and get on the real phone with a cord all the way to the no, kitchen. No, no, not that old, Oliver. <laughs> Rotary, no. Cell phone. Uh, okay, so that's probably a large reason why you were like, okay, I'm free now. Uh, not free, like you're so happy to be done that, but you have now options available. Is that partially why you decided to move it to Kingston? Well, yeah, it's funny. Uh, you know, that's cliche saying when one door closes, another one opens. And that's kind of really what happened because it was about two weeks after we decided to wrap up the podcast that Chorus Entertainment knocked on my door and asked me to go out for lunch. Like we heard you Which were single. Is, exactly. And you know what? When you were, when you're asked to go out for lunch and radio, it's either really good or really bad. Yeah. So in this case, I had no relationship with them. So I'm like, well, it can't be bad. I never expected to hear from Chorus again because of what happened when Jenna and I got fired in Ottawa. Mm. You know, because we did a lot of interviews and we even got a what station was that? Uh, Jump 106. Jump. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, they didn't like that we were talking to the press so much. And so uh, mm. we got a couple of angry emails. And so I was like, well, that bur- that bridge is burned. So I was thrilled when they came back. So that's, and then they say, hey, we've got this job for you in Kingston. It's kind of a sweet dream job, really. It seems like totally up your alley and you're oh, yeah. very well suited for it. Thank you. Yeah, I've always been an early bird. Uh, that uh, is true. But also you have to remember, it doesn't matter where it was. Like I was on the bench. I wasn't doing anything. I was mm. doing stand up before the pandemic full time. But when the pandemic hit, I was I was working in a warehouse for a while. Oh, really? Yeah, gross. So <laughs> <laughs> beggars can't be choosers, as they say. And yeah. it is a great opportunity. And I love it. And I'm having a great time. But, uh, you know, it's not as if I, I had options. Well, and uh, I hope this isn't too personal, but I know that your mother passed away mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And I was wondering if that parlayed into the decision to move. Like, you're not yeah. sort of, I don't want to say burdened, of course, because it's your mom. But yeah. that is a huge uh, responsibility when you have someone that's ill and you're sort of caring for them and you want to be there for them and then they pass the other side now you don't have that yeah again i don't want to use a word like a shackle or something no but i know what you mean i know exactly what you mean uh responsibility maybe Um, yeah but it's funny again with the timing both my condolences again sorry Well, thank you yeah that it's been very difficult but um you know we ended the podcast my mom passed away in april 2021 and then it was like i kind of had this blank slate Mm. so if she was still alive and they came to me with this kingston opportunity i yeah i probably wouldn't have gone probably oh wow okay my mom was my best friend, and uh, my sister and I were her primary caregivers at the end, and so it was really uh, important to be there for her, and so I don't think I would have gone. Yeah, well, I did hear uh, you on another podcast talking about how horrible that situation was with oh, COVID yeah. affecting mm-hmm. everything, and you weren't really be able to be there for her in the yeah. way that you wanted to. The last two weeks of her life, yeah, she was uh, alone, alone in a room. Imagine that. Oh, my God. So really awful, but... Uh, you know, she she would not want me talking like this because she had a great life. I mean, she was only 61. This is the weird part, Oliver. Okay. I didn't know we were doing doom and gloom. Sorry, people. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> but this is kind of spooky. I don't know if you believe in whatever. 
She died on her birthday, okay, which is weird. That is weird. That's like Shakespeare. Yeah, yes. A lot of cool people die on their birthday. Actually, a lot of people die on their birthday, and I found that out because when the doctor called me with the awful call, I was kind of in shock and disbelief, and so I was like, but it's her birthday. It's her birthday. I just talked to her. Like, this can't happen yeah, on your birthday. That's crazy. Yeah. And uh, he said, you'd be shocked how often this happens. Weird. But isn't that kind of cool? It's kind of like a clean checkout. Yeah. Like a full circle. Yeah, you I come exactly in on the same day. Yeah. yeah, that's kind I, of I kind of thought that was comforting. But yeah. Well, and yeah, not to get doom and gloomy, but um, one of the reasons my dad, we should say my dad, he, who has a camera on him now, he's fully back. I'm really excited. They've been in Toronto because my grandfather passed away in yeah. August and oh, they've been settling his estate. Well, I yeah. know you just lost your grandfather as well. Yes. Jeez. So yeah, I know I'm really going down a dark hole here, but um, <laughs> I actually wanted to pivot that though, that of course, when we are confronted with mourning and loss, uh, a lot of time I know myself, I find myself reflecting on the life that I'm living. So I wanted to know if yeah. these mm. things caused you to have any sort of like bucket list uh, things added on there. Uh, I don't know about bucket list, but I've definitely been feeling my mortality or age lately. Like, <laughs> look, your dad rolling his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but I know uh, because they make you realize like, oh, wow, now I'm one step closer. Mm. Now I'm walking the plank. You know, there's You're nobody. the next one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, or you, you think about like uh, all of a sudden you you're online or something on, on Grinder, okay? Just, I'll own it. <laughs> and all of a sudden you see all these like 21, 22 year olds and they're like, nobody over 30. And it's like, oh, and it just hurts a little bit because uh, you never thought you would get that age. Yeah, man. How old are you now? <laughs> if, if you're willing, if you're no, willing. No, I'm not willing. <laughs> okay. Go fuck yourself. Hey, I'm about to turn 37. I'll own that. I'm, uh, no, you know what? How old do I look? Uh, like 30? <laughs> is that bad? That was a bad guess. No, that's a, obviously not true. You're a typical straight guy trying to like get in my pants. Or, no, I'm like, not trying to butter your biscuit me. here. No, no. I honestly think because you, you've done all these rejuvenation things, something we'll get to later. <laughs> but you're, you're very in the fashion beauty uh, right. world. And I think I've always thought you have, you know. I'm 34. Together. 34. There no. you go. There yeah, you I might have said like 31, 32 at the most. Okay. So, so you're still shaving out, a couple of years off. Bleep out 34 then and we'll go with that. It will be redacted yeah, from perfect. the final podcast. <laughs> You'll hear from my lawyer. Um, I, talking about things in Kingston, I wanted to talk about, um, first of all, it's your dog's birthday, Lopez's yes, birthday is. today. Look How old is he? the deep dive on all my family. <laughs> yeah, Lopez, oh, oh, this is hard to say. He's 16. 16. Yeah. Whoa, that's way older than I was expecting. You can't tell with a little guy. No, like and they live forever too, but you know, speaking of the plank, I know that, uh, mm. you know, how many does he have? He's really starting to show his uh, age, which is sad. He's but purebred cute. chihuahua? Yeah, long-haired chihuahua, but like, you know, he can't do stairs anymore, mm. you know, things like that. Luckily, he's easy to carry. <laughs> yeah, very easy, and that's his preference, but uh, yeah, that's going to be another tough one. Wow, yeah, I was totally expecting you were going to say like 10 or something. No. I mean, a lot of dogs don't live to 16. That's... I know, yeah, so I'm very lucky. You're right. He's healthy and happy though yeah for the most part yeah and he's a, a pseudo celebrity in kingston now. he's a huge celebrity <laughs> he's bigger than oh my god i got stopped at the dog park okay so sometimes like i go dressed like you ever see britney spears go to the gas station she dresses like a little bit like in sweats and yeah, stuff so yeah so that's me in kingston uh so i'll wear like a backwards hat not because i don't want to be recognized because i'm lazy and so i was at the dog park and you clearly could not tell it was me and some guy was like i know that dog from the news <laughs> never mind who i was pointing at the dog You're like i'm just pumping gas over here but yeah, yeah please yeah. <laughs> but uh and bill Wilichka is obsessed with lopez even though he bit him. him yeah oh he still tries every day well we should say that uh when you go on the morning show out there you are like the hollywood expert gossip gossip columnist sort of yeah yeah role and lopez is your little sidekick amigo yeah. Yeah. the dirt i feel in for monica when she's on vacation or, oh, okay, or, or okay. not there but uh she usually hosts that segment 
I wouldn't be surprised if they give you your own segment. Oh, uh, yes. Well, they may have asked for some ideas, okay, which uh, okay. I've sent, but I haven't heard back. So thank you for that. I got to follow up on an email. Well, you're killing it, man. Like we just mentioned before, you did an interview with Chelsea Handler, mm-hmm. and I heard her give you that callback when you you noticed ah, a, a comedy callback. It's it's got to be pretty huge to have a big comedian like her yeah. point out your comedic prowess. Yeah, know? that was awesome. She uh, she called it a callback, or there was something else too. She liked me. Couldn't you tell? Everyone should go listen to that I with think me and Chelsea. Everybody likes you. Come on. Oh come on. Well, I don't know. Opinions vary, but uh, <laughs> no, she we would I would be friends with her. I know your dad's a big fan too. Yeah. Huge fan. My dad, I think he called her a firecracker. Firecracker. That seems like an appropriate term for her, though. I think that term maybe gets thrown around a little too much, but for her, it's pretty succinct. Mm. Um, yeah, that was fun. That was through chorus. Like, that was set up through the radio station, though. That I can't take credit for uh, reaching out to Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, but you still uh, rock the interview. You know? Thank you. Yeah. All right. Own it, Jesse. <laughs> sure, the other thing I really have been wanting to talk to you about is uh, the movie that you were part of, Obsessed to yes! Death. Which... Tubi and Hulu. Can't, I haven't been. I wanted to watch it last night and really, you know, have Joe, it fresh in the memory. But why didn't you ask me? I can send you a link. Oh shit! Yeah. Well, then send it to me. Still, I still want to see it. Yeah, it's a really good movie. I, well, I don't know, but really good. But it's fun. It's super fun. Yeah, it's uh, like a thriller, mm-hmm. suspense, murdery type vibe. I think you die in it. It kind of the trailer made it look like you got drugged or in your. Uh, well, I, I get drugged. Okay, maybe I will you not don't confirm die. or deny if I die, <laughs> and I may or may not have more than one sort of thing happen to me. Like, okay, I don't want to give spoilers, but like, well, it's been spoiler so alert. Long. It's we been can just say so spoiler long. alert. Yeah, that's okay, it. Spoiler Fast alert. forward a little bit if you don't want to hear this <laughs> yeah, shit. Like, I'm not watching that movie. But yeah, it is a made for TV sort of thriller. Directed by Stefan Brogan, yes. past guest of this show. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, oh yeah. I didn't watch he's that been, one. Yeah, he's been on. And he oh. actually was on my Kenny Hotz episode too because he sent in a video question for Kenny. Oh, as well. cool. Um, was that before Obsessed to Death? Yeah, yeah, this oh, was all so before that. Yeah. Oh. Well, uh, it was really fun. And it's like one of those, it's so ridiculous that it's funny, but it's supposed to be a thriller. It's like a little bit B-movie or li- B-horror. Sort it of, is, yeah. big time. But any everybody I've seen it or I've said it to, and I'm like, this is a TV movie. Like, don't get your expectations Just have fun up. with it. But they're like, oh my God, I didn't expect it to be such good quality because it is very good. Oh yeah, all the photography or film filmography Whatever, looks yeah. beautiful. Yeah, and it looked like a gripping movie from the trailer. Like I was Good. definitely drawn in. It's one of these obs- obsessed to death. That's the name of it. It's like single white <laughs> female uh, vibe. So okay. we're all like sexy young fitness instructors that work at a spin studio and there's this new girl that comes in and she kind of gets obsessed with the main girl that leads the classes who is Summer Love, my best friend in the movie. And so I'm like the gay best friend who's like... Mm, Something up with her. And she's like, no, she's fine. No, she's not. And then you're on to her. Yeah, yeah I'm on to her. And then, you, well, you've got to watch it. And then she figures out you're on to her and tries to out me. Tries to, well, no, she doesn't ice me. <laughs> I do not die. Okay. Spoiler alert. Spoiler okay. alert. Now Jesse I'm really going to tell you. The end. <laughs> so if I've sent it to people, I know if they haven't watched the whole thing because you think I die, mm. but I don't. And so people have texted me like, great job, but it sucks that you died. And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> fuck you. You turned it off after that scene. <laughs> Anyway, watch to the end. It's really good. Man. Or yeah, maybe they only watched that scene. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's the six you died. No, I don't. I don't die. Well, one thing I noticed too, just clicking through some of these other actresses, one of them has like 5.7 million Instagram oh, yeah. followers, which is like bananas. Looks like, isn't that like Justin Bieber level? Like in the millions, that's, <laughs> Not, he's probably got like yeah. 400 million, but but still millions is, is pretty big on social media. Holland Roden. Yeah. She's from Teen Wolf. That's what, that was her uh, okay. big break. So she was already cast. I, this was kind of like a vehicle for her, I think, because she's from LA and the production company is from LA, but they come here to shoot. Mm. So she was already attached to Obsessed to Death 
before they started casting. Oh, and so cool. I was like, it was oh. her vehicle. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, but she's a big star. Yeah. She's really nice. We went out for oysters and got drunk one night together. Just the two of us. Nobody else wanted to come. And, uh, well, lots of gossip. <laughs> she's, uh, I guess from a, a younger generation. Cause I didn't even know yeah. you said teen wolf. I'm like, no, no. Michael J. Fox from the eighties. <laughs> We're, uh, exactly but, the same age, actually. Oh, she might get mad if I say that. She's not gonna listen to this. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so you mean 30? Yeah, that's right. 30 years old. We actually have the same birthday. Okay, yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah. So that's fun. Do you know who Colton uh, Haynes is? Colton Haynes? The name actually sounds quite familiar. He's uh, one of those teen wolfy type actors too. Or Archie, one of those. Uh, yes. but Riverdale, he, that's what it is. Yeah. What was he in? He was in Scream Queens. He was in... Uh, that I've heard of. Uh, I don't know. But anyway, he's hot, but he's gay. And so I was like... <gasps> I was obs- I'm obsessed with him. He's very gay famous. Obsessed to death? No, not no. to death. <laughs> and not even really obsessed. I don't know why I said that. I just have a crush on him. But I was like, oh, do you think he'd, he'd be into me? S- send him a picture. And she's like, no. He likes guys with really ugly faces. <laughs> so and I'm like, thank you? But then later on, I'm like, that's just a thing to get somebody to not question you. Because if you're saying that I'm not ugly and that's why he won't like me, I'm not going to, okay, I'll you're like, take I, it. I, I can yeah. get a frying pan. <laughs> well, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay, well, actually, since you're talking about guys you have crushes on, yeah. I'm going to switch to something I was going to bring up later and just do a few uh, relationship questions. Oh, God. So what, do you, what does Jesse Reynolds look for in a partner? <laughs> a big dick. <laughs> Is that what you wanted? Is that no, the no, no. I, I meant like, honestly, like uh, emotionally speaking, but if you want to you know go what? with big dick, that works too. Here's the thing. I've been single since uh, 2018 and I've tried my hardest to get into the dating apps. And you know, every once in a while people have needs, but like I, they don't work for me because mm. even if I think someone's hot, chemistry is everything. And time and time again, I've realized you have to meet someone and see if there's a vibe and a conversation. And uh, a lot of, a lot of gays don't operate that way, mm. but I need that sort of, I have to like you. Well, Grindr's like a hookup app, isn't totally, it? Totally. Yeah. It's kind of like Tinder. Yeah. It's just, oh yeah. Is Tinder swipe. a hookup app? I always thought it was like swipe and bang kind of a thing. You know, I thought like uh, plenty of fish or one of those is more like, I'm recently divorced and you have like a little more about yourself, <laughs> you know? Love yeah. Life. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Tinder. I just match with people all the time and then nobody says anything. Oh. It's just you know, weird. I don't know. It's like an ego boost to get matched, but I don't say anything either. So I don't know. But I'm like the girl, you know, I, you have to chase me a little bit. That's what I need. That's what I like in a guy. You got to okay. chase me a little bit because then I know you like me. Someone who puts the work in. Yeah. Hunts yeah. you down a little. Not, not too hard. Like, you know, <laughs> two hours or like, you know, something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm looking ahead here because I don't want to forget any of these questions. Um, but what do I look for? Uh, lots of money. Hefty package. We've gone over that. <laughs> Actually, not. Well, see, it depends what you're doing with the hefty package. How much do you want to talk about dicks? I'm in a room with two straight guys. Hey, man. I'm uh, 100% zero homophobia going well, on I in know. this room. I'm well, here. my dad as well. He's an older generation. Yeah, you yeah. might not hey, know. Hey, good for you. Older generation, not a homophobe. Well, he Please. taught me as a kid. I know. My parents, you know, love is love. and Good. I'm being facetious. I find older generations get a bad rap for uh, being homophobic when a lot of the time they're not. Yeah. A lot of the cool ones. The old gays. Those guys are hilarious. The old gays <laughs> paved the way. God bless them. Yeah. They're awesome. And I'm an old gay now. Like, I couldn't imagine what it would be like to be in high school now and be able to, like, wear makeup mm. and nobody says shit. Or they do and then everyone shames that person. Well, yeah, yeah that bullied them. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. The bullier is now the one that gets boycotted. Yeah. And it's not cool anymore, at large, at least. Yeah. I mean, I like when I grew up in a sense that I kind of got to see both both sides of it. But I also think, I mean, and you know how much that I've banked sort of my career on being gay, and I've really leaned into that. If I had been born in a younger generation, I don't know that I would have seen the same success because it's more normal. Like it wasn't yeah. polarizing. It wasn't, didn't cut through or yeah. it doesn't cut through the way it did 
when I started. Yeah, that's true. Because yeah. in some ways that adversity can help shape someone, you know? Yeah. As much as it's not right, challenges can be some things that help us, you know, become who we're meant to be in the end. It's not right. It's a little cliche. But, but it's okay. Speaking of uh, bullying, though, I don't want to go into too much detail, but I had a incident I had to deal with with my Stop. daughter. <gasps> I had to get, she's uh, just turned 12 in October, but she's going on 16. She's got pink hair now. Oh. <laughs> and, um, the sweetest girl, nicest girl. Um, but it start. I think it was because of some boy that felt scorned. Mm. A few weeks back, he had said, uh, or she she told me rather that he came up to her, a guy he didn't even she didn't know well, and he got down on one knee and said, like, "Will you be my girlfriend?" Okay. So you know, points for how old are they? Twelve. Yeah. Right. Oh God. And then she said no politely. Yeah. He then returned and like offered to pay her ten dollars <gasps> to be his girlfriend. I was like, what? And then he said, I'll buy you Gucci. Oh, my God. And Someone needs to call his dad. What's his dad well, up to? The parents got called. Let's oh just my God. say. Thing, uh, well, school. I went to the principal. and Stop. It, it got, things escalated because <gasps> they, uh, I think he was the one or orchestrating it, but they created a very mean meme that was getting passed around. <gasps> and, and then he came up to her in gym class and Stop. said, how does it feel? Everyone has your picture. And oh, like, no. He's just being like straight up harassment. So I said, you know what? I'm putting my foot down. I'm mm -hmm. done with this. And. They both had to write like letters of apology uh -huh. to her. And, yeah, exactly. I was like, you know what? Here's a bunch of guys who think they're men because yep. they grew their fourth pube and they're really trying to flex. <laughs> and, I, and I said, you know, what? I can make this guy a 12 year old boy again real fast with a principal yep. and the parents. And yeah, yeah. sure enough, it seems to have worked. So, you know, they just went too far because some of that is like, you know, it's kind of cute when to you're be... mean to a girl because you like her. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. But like negging or whatever you want to call but that's, it. Yeah. That's too far, especially these days. Especially when someone's been clear that they're not interested and yep. now you're just coming back and back. And oh, my back. God. So what did she say? Is she here? Call her down. Hey. Uh, <laughs> She's at her mom's. What did she say when he offered to pay? She said no still. She had zero interest in that. But Besides the fact that he sounded probably full of shit. Like, where's he going to get Gucci from? He's in grade seven. <laughs> but I, she's not that kind of materialistic person in the first place. So I don't oh. think that would have added to the appeal. Well, um, I'll have to have a talk with her. <laughs> I would have told her to say how much. That's where you start. Get me a flight mm -hmm. to Miami and then yeah. we'll talk. <laughs> I see the rage building behind your eyes when I talk about your daughter in this no, way. No, no, no. <laughs> these are all these are all normal things they have to navigate. And, no, and that's is. why yeah. I waited to get involved because I wanted to, to play out its course a little bit. But it was when it, it crossed mm. a certain line for me. And I was like, you know, it's good dad, for you. Dad time. Yeah, now, good you know? for you. And the principal was so sweet and understanding. We went in there and I had wanted to speak to the vice principal because she was a woman and I thought she might be able to relate mm -hmm. to these kinds of circumstances a little more. And uh, he couldn't have been more understanding and the things he said to her were very thoughtful and uh, mm. he very much encouraged her to come back if there was any kind of follow-up incidents. Good, and, good. Yeah, you know, really, really great guy. So you felt good about about doing that then? That yeah. must have felt good as a dad. Like, you must have felt like, you know what? I'm glad I did that. It also just felt cool to be in the principal's office, like, as an adult. Not in trouble? <laughs> like, ah. not, yeah, yeah, not like skipping class or smelling like weed in history or something. I'm, I'm just wondering why I'm only hearing about this stuff now. Oh, no! Oh, Grandpa. I thought you knew, I knew through... Nothing, uh, I knew nothing about any of this. <gasps> I thought you knew through mom. I assumed mom knew. Maybe no, it's, no. Because yeah. you would have taken care of him. I would have driven over there. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, that's yeah. the thing. I went to the principal because part of me just wanted to like wedgie this kid. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. You want to talk about older generation. My grandpa, the one that just died, yeah. he, when my mom was a teenager, something happened similar. I don't know the details. I don't remember right now. He went over to the kid's house with his rifle, <laughs> banged on the door. The dad opens the door. My grandpa's standing there with a rifle. He wasn't going to do anything. Yeah, but, but just, still. Yeah. So, so they called the message. cops. Yeah, oh, it did. But they called the cops. My grandpa got in trouble. It was a whole thing. So you guys don't fuck around. 
the older generation. That's that's taking it pretty far. <laughs> but, but but he was there for his daughter. Imagine <laughs> if the kid opened the door too. Well, I think that's what he was hoping for. I don't oh know what he. God. I, it's yeah. He had a temper. God rest. And then he's soul. like, it wasn't loaded. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. If, I don't know if it was. No, it probably wasn't. Let's I go with not. <laughs> yeah. Let's go with not. I mean, you never know. Maybe he wanted to be prepared in case the other guy. It's like you call that a gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I played that game before. Oh, okay. We're back to dicks. <laughs> yes. Full circle. Full circle. Uh, okay. Back to relationship questions, though. Dicks. What What are your non-negotiables? What do you mean? A, like uh, things that are kind of like oh, like smoking. Or yeah, yeah. That sort of thing? Stuff like that. I will not uh, date you if this. Oh. Hmm. Uh, like hard hmm. no. You know. You know. Well, I mean, like, except for the obvious. Yeah, ones. like you someone know. who doesn't shower. I'm not. Well, yeah, it's it's stuff not like that, that. So much, but. Uh, I don't know. Wow, you really got me. Okay, well, something I mean, to think about. You know, but again, I lump a lot of this into the obvious stuff. Like if someone's rude to the server. Yeah, it could, it, this borderlines on pet peeves in general. A Trump follower. Yeah, no, well, <laughs> yeah, okay. I have mixed feelings about Trump, to tell you the truth, because I, I'm a fan in that I find him very entertaining. Same. I like to watch him. But... But I don't like the things. I don't like he stands the putting for. children in cages no. and <laughs> and all of, anything he stands for. I don't like. But I do find him a little bit charismatic and yeah. kept and like entertaining to watch the way he talks. Very entertaining. He is. <laughs> that's and my best. So, uh, but anyway, that's why I don't think he should have ever been allowed to to run because now there's this. Now he's running again. Right? Yeah, I know. And Ugh. the celebrities keep throwing their hat like Doctor Oz while he and got the shut Rock down. for a while. People were saying, "Well, people want Kanye, the Rock." Good Lord. Judge Judy. Judge Judy. Judge Judy would it. probably hold it down, though. I yeah. feel like I, I would have no problem with Judge Judy Me running too. the country. She doesn't want to do it, though. She makes more money uh, on her show. <laughs> Does she still do a show? Yeah, well, yeah. She's just started a new show, actually, called Judy Justice. So she she dropped Fox. I don't know what the name is. Basically the same show, just with the new exactly okay, the okay. same show, but <laughs> new name, because I don't know why. I don't know why, after like 50 years, she's like, yeah, I'm done with you guys. Starting a new or show. Or you think she would own the like the trademark to that name since yeah. she is Judge Judy, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seems weird. <laughs> now she's got to call herself Judy Justice, which does sound kind of cool. Sounds like a Bond villain or something. Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Everyone knows who we're talking about. But she puts her hair in a ponytail now. I don't like that. Mm, she's trying to look young. That's, yeah. You know, she must be old now, too, right? She's oh, like she's like 80 or something. Oh, yeah. Cause she was really good friends with Joan Rivers, who died at uh, 81. Personal hero of yours. I know. Oh, that was, that yes. was on here as well. We'll oh, get to that. God rest her soul. I love Joan Rivers too. Amazing. I always when she did Fashion Police, I thought that was the funniest show ever. Do you? We we probably talked about Joan Rivers last time. I would assume. But so. do you think she'd be able to manage now? Because like mm-hmm. I I I'm having a flashback. I did ask you that last time. I think she, well, things have changed since the last time though. I think still. I, I don't think there's anything that could have stopped Joan Rivers. Yeah. I <laughs> Other don't know. than death itself. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Well, because she's old, and when you get old. <laughs> You get this rite of passage, like you can say whatever you want, and you're like, yeah, but and she's she old. already kind of had that, yeah, even before she was old, yeah. just from being a comedian and yeah, uh, an edgy one at that, especially for a female comedian at the time that she sort of started to prevail. Yeah, oh man, yeah, what she, a legend! <laughs> oh, what a legend! You know, it's funny. It's like you know, not, not to be like, <laughs> you know, sometimes people like associate themselves with celebrities too much, and you're like, okay, check yourself. But the day she died was the first day I ever did stand-up comedy. No way. Yeah. That's such a cool freaking anniversary. It, it was. Well, it's kind of bittersweet, well, I suppose. But yeah, what, but like now, I mean, how else are you going to saying that her spirit it? went into you. That's right. <laughs> her and Marilyn Monroe. My stand-up anniversary is uh, uh, April Fool's, which I thought was like the best. Oh, that's perfect, too. Right? Yeah, it was very cool. You know? And uh, my opening joke from that, my I guess my first joke ever, was that it's weird when you get the call to do the open mic night on April Fool's because you're like, is this a joke? Is this guy just fucking, yeah. is the booking guy fucking with me? Yeah. <laughs> um, you don't have to fake laugh for that. It's not that good. That it was wasn't a fake yeah. laugh. <laughs> this is a fake laugh. <laughs> that sounded much faker. I'll give you yeah. that. Um, 
Joan Rivers. Fuck. Oh, yeah. She's someone I feel like I can do an impersonation of. Okay, good. go ahead. Oh, my God. You don't even know. That's not bad, right? No, I'll keep going. Jesse, I'm speaking to you from beyond the grave. Hey, not, okay, now You're I hear You're carrying it. my spirit. <laughs> okay. Could yeah. just be insert Jewish old lady, I suppose. But. Well, yeah, you were heavy on the accent, but I heard it there. The, when I made you keep going, I heard it. That rings out to me. When I picture her in my head, she does have like, she does. quite she a does. strong accent. I'm, I'm overdoing that. I'm exaggerating. Yeah, you were a little cartoony. That's what these impressions are, though, I suppose. A little yeah, caricature. That's true. Okay. Don't have to get defensive. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I'm sensitive <laughs> about my impersonations because they're all kind of Who else so, you so. got? Oh, God. Um, Could you do me? You know what I find offensive is when people say they can do me, but then they just do the most stereotypical gay accent of all time. It's like, I'm not okay. going to try. <laughs> yeah, don't no. try because you'll end up doing that. I can do like cartoons. Okay. I can do like Beavis and Butthead. Okay. Let's hear. Um, <laughs> whoa, Butthead. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, butthole. That's, you know, they're not the hardest, I suppose, to do. But yeah. I used to be able to do, um, I can do crusty sighing, but that's it. I can't speak like it. <sighs> oh, there you go. <laughs> that's, that's all I can do for I crusty. I like crusty. Yeah. I think I can do a Barney Gumble. We, I did some of these with Steve Love. The, hi, hi, Homer. Kind of hey, like, not, yeah, bad. not bad. All right. Steve Love, I mean, the master. He's he great. came on uh, and the episode got fucked. We lost half an hour. I still don't know what happened. But it was unusable. It was oh, like no. the audio just glitched and you couldn't hear what we were saying. And we had this improv uh, impersonation battle that got totally scrapped. So. <laughs> the mics are like, I'm not listening to this. I'm turning myself yeah. off. <laughs> we probably blasted the levels. Yeah. <laughs> um, something that potential mates should know about you if they're. You want... have been dating. What are you... Well, sorry. I, was, I had a few relationship me? questions. <laughs> Just just come out of the closet if that's you're what you're posting going, thirst you're traps all the time. I'm not going to switch teams, but come on. Yeah, okay, I appreciate that. Uh, what 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 was the question? Um, something that potential <laughs> mates or partners should know about you going into a relationship. Oh, God, you you should send me a prep sheet. <laughs> no, it's more fun this way. Well, I don't know. Uh, you know what? I'll tell you something. I do like that on dating apps and stuff when people know what I do for a living mm. before they meet me. Uh, not because then they think I'm famous, because I'm not, but because then they kind of have an idea of what you they're doing. You strike me as a workaholic. I'm a workaholic, but here's the problem I have in gay world. Because some people may say I have like an angular or handsome face, people think I'm way more like manly than I am. Mm. So on dating apps, people are like, oh, daddy, fuck me. You yeah, know, yeah, and yeah. it's like, mm, they want you to be like the, the butch top. or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, and I can top, but like usually the guys I connect with are like more masculine than I am. And so I feel like it helps that because otherwise sometimes people are interested in me and then I, I you talk. feel like you're going to disappoint. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. I talk and then they're not interested, you know, so it's like, I just want people to know what they're getting into. Okay. Okay. That's a great yeah. answer. But I mean, I feel like that's for everybody. Wouldn't you say the same thing if you had the choice to have people like get a prep sheet about you yeah, before yeah. dating you uh, the rundown yeah yeah so but so i mean that's that's but not... i can see that again now i'm gonna have to pivot back to my other notes because mm -hmm. fitness is something i did want to talk to you about yeah. because i would say you're always someone who's been in good shape well, but in the mm -hmm. last couple of years you've really fucking brought it all your gym pictures you're like really yeah. <laughs> bulking up and i wanted to know was there something that helped you find that discipline that's clearly necessary yeah. for you know that kind of a physique yeah uh bad breakup <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's a great. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I got fit. He got fat. So I won. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. No, that's exactly what happened. Uh, and uh, yeah. So it was just a way to like kind of control my life at a time that I felt it was spiraling. Mm. And, uh, you know, I've always 
I've always been a drinker, <laughs> but that wasn't enough. I wanted something to balance the other side. So, you know, when I was having, uh, my mom was really sick and, and I went through this really awful breakup that I don't even, I can't even get into the details. That's how bad it was. Wow. But uh, Kyle on the first episode of the show said he wanted to burn his ex's house down or he said he hopes oh, he no, dies in no, a no, house no. fire. So no. it can't be worse than that. No, well, well, but now we're friends. We're actually good platonic friends. Uh, and he's he's babysitting Lopez right now. That's why I don't have him with me. Oh, right on. So we got to a good place. It's been a while. We broke up in 2018. And uh, yeah, so it was after that that I moved out. I thought we were going to be together forever. So it mm. was very much uh, a heartbreak and a upheaval in my life. And so... Are you someone that can generally stay uh, copacetic with exes? Or are you kind of like, we're done. I, you know I'd rather you're not in my life. I was with that guy for 14 years. So he's really my only ex. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is a long time. Mm -hmm. When Wait, when did you start dating? 17. Oh, my God. Like high school sweetheart kind of thing. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, and there were no like breaks in between? Well, I mean, come on. <laughs> okay, all right. Are we gay? Are we gay? <laughs> there was a little slip up here, slip up there, you know, on both sides. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but for the most part, more on his side. Which is warranted in your 20s. I mean, come on. That's when you're supposed to be sort of yeah, it, but yeah, this, finding but out I, what you like. and. But now I joke that I did gay life backwards because like now I'm like in my 30s and I'm like, ooh, single, ready to party. And I spent my whole 20s like a married housewife, you know, with the, we had three dogs monogamy in the car in the house. Yeah. yeah. And monogamy. The, should we talk about monogamy? Because, wow. We can talk about whatever you want mm. to talk about. But yeah, I'm, I've been kind of a serial monogamist through most of my life. Yeah. Like, I've had many relationships, but it, I've always been that dedicated. I liked being someone's boyfriend, you know? Yeah, I yeah. enjoyed that companionship. I, uh, yeah, you know, this, this is an interesting topic. Because right now, I'm seeing a guy who is married Ooh, to, uh. <laughs> to a man, but they're open. And Okay, okay. So it's not scandalous. No, no. Okay. But they, like, they date other people separately. Like a lot of the time, couples do it together or it's yeah. like a threesome. Or yeah, yeah. But this is, they they date separately, which is fascinating to me because I'm like, wow, does nobody get jealous? But Well, also, and there's also, you got to worry about like STIs and stuff. Like yeah. it can be, you know, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, so At least I don't have thing. to worry about getting pregnant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've tried. I but, wanted to uh, write a, sorry to cut you off, but no. I wanted to write a script. Uh, I was originally thinking to call it the unicorn because, you know, that's the threesome Oh, the, yeah, the right. Magic. But I think there's a show called that now. But it was supposed to be about a threesome between, you know, a heterosexual couple and they hook up with another girl and then that girl gets pregnant and sort of the fallout of that. Oh, wow. That would be juicy. Right? Maybe a soap. Or it could be a rom-com if you did it right. Or it could be just like, like a drama or whatever. But it seems like a premise I hadn't really seen. It probably exists out there somewhere. But <gasps> we should pitch it to Stefan and Holland Road and see if they can Let's write it. get it together. Let's write it. Yeah. Obsessed to death, too. No one steal that idea. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Trademark. Um, uh, yeah. But anyway, so this monogamy conversation has really been uh, blown up in my face lately since I've been seeing this person because a lot of like girlfriends in my life will be like, you're just wasting your time. Like this will, this is going to end in a blaze of glory and maybe it will, but you know, uh, they just don't see the point if it's not a monogamous happily ever after yeah. ending. Disney ending sort of. Yeah. Exactly. And that's how we were raised, right? To think that's how it should be. But yeah. you can still have meaningful relationships with people that come and go in your life or that whatever. Think about it. You've had friendships that you don't probably keep Very in touch true. with anymore, yeah, but yeah. it doesn't mean you hate them. Like and from you still hold those school. memories exactly. in, in high regard. Yeah. Exactly. Hmm. Yeah. So that's sort of been a learning uh, thing for me this year. And uh, I just, but I also, uh, to your point about being monogamous, have realized that I am not someone who needs a whole bunch of partners because I am okay with one for, for a long time, obviously. Yeah. Um, but in my world, in the gay world, it's very common to be just, you know, wildly open. Yeah. Just kind of loose and yeah. maybe that's right. Yeah. yeah. That is the right. <laughs> At least for me, it is. <laughs> um, 
The last relationship question I have for you is if you've ever been on a blind date and how did that go? I've never been on a blind date. Well, then I would we'll love. To, to the I would love to go on a blind. I would. Go so on that a blind doesn't date. intimidate you, the idea? Oh of that? no, that would be fun. Because I'm, I get along with people. Like I'll find yeah. something interesting about everybody. You'll find a way to make the night not suck either way. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the the thing is, like, maybe he'll want to fuck and I don't. And then well, that's, that's an the awkward problem. conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they're really into you and you right off the bat are like, I am not attracted to you. Yeah, but, but we can be we nice. can go watch a movie or whatever. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Um, where I'm at now, we did fitness journey. I oh. appreciate that your note is pink. Yeah. <laughs> the drinks are pink. My shoes are pink. The notes are pink. That's more coincidental, but I'll take it. Um, again, you didn't have to say that. Yeah. I'm an honest motherfucker. I don't yeah, know. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Hang on. We're taking this. Let me know if you want to top off. You here. know what? I hate martini glasses. Cause you spill them like that. Hmm. Yeah, but you know what? That's so fucking awesome because I keep all my notes. There's a big pile over oh, there. Oh, perfect. So this is kind of like now it's a memory. I can spit on it too if you want <laughs> or more. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> DNA sample. Mm. Um, okay, I want to talk to you about Britney Spears. Oh, look at my shirt. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. Baby. How did I not even notice that until Woo! now? Wow. Um, I seriously didn't even notice. Oops, I did it again. Okay, what do you want to know? I want to, well, I'd like you to bring my audience up to speed because I think a lot of people sort of loosely follow mm. Britney and her world, but you could probably be her biographer. <sighs> yeah. You're a fanatic. I don't know if that's a strong term. Well. So mm. give bring us up to speed, everyone who uh, might have heard about the conservatorship. Oh, God. How and long, the fallout of how that. How long is this episode? I don't think we have long we enough. We can go all day. Mm. Um, the wedding, yeah. and it's crashing, and do okay. you think it's going to last? And finally, what's up with all the ample nudity and why is it so oh, grainy? Uh, you have so much money. Get a pro like professional I camera know. crew to okay. do it. If you're going to do your maximum shoot on the beach, don't do it on a VHS camcorder. <gasps> I need a brown paper Sorry. bag. I need a brown paper bag. <laughs> I have some thoughts clearly about this, but... Uh, this is sparking my anxiety. One thing at a time. Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll go so, back. Con conservatorship. No, but first I want to say... Uh, Poor Brittany. She's going through something right now because if you follow her on Instagram, some of these posts... They're just unhinged. I mean, I don't hate them. <laughs> I, no, well, not the nudity one. Oh, my God. Okay, so I was at work the other day at the radio station, and one of the, oh, I won't say who it was, one of the guys at work, I was in his office. I was like, hi. And he's like, did you see Britney Spears' Instagram post? I'm like, obviously, like, this is why you're bringing it up. Yes, what about it? And he's like, well, she just keeps putting a red heart over her vagina. And every post, <laughs> it just gets smaller and smaller, and I love it. And I'm like, wow, okay. When people Th are asking it. you, did you see Br the Britney Spears thing? And you're like, yeah, I imagine you wearing this shirt and then being totally yeah. in the right. <laughs> well, yeah, but here's the thing. It's like, I'm like, Britney girl, come on. Like, cause she's not doing herself any favors right now. And so I'm like, is there any room on team Christina? You know, yeah. because... I'm expecting her to shave her head and get an umbrella real soon. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's sad. Throw back to 2004. Well, and she keeps <laughs> these rants about like, and I know what she went through with the conservatorship was horrible, but she's going on these rants lately that are like, you know, comparing ourselves to regular people that work at an office or at Walmart. And it's like, you're not a regular person. Yeah. And so she needs to recognize that. And it's like, doesn't you're mean- You're in a different stratosphere. Exactly. It yeah. doesn't mean it doesn't suck whatever happened to you, but it's like, you don't work at Walmart. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just be like the Walmart worker comparing herself to Britney Spears. It's not the same. <laughs> so I don't like some of these unhinged posts lately, but uh, conservatorship was terrible. I'm glad she got out of what it. What was that? Though? Like, what? Are, what were, how does well, your dad have control over you when you're a full grown woman? That's the part I never well, really understood. Well, exactly. Did she show like uh, mental illness problems or something that he could sort of lord over her? Is that how he got that? Yeah. Okay. So she was diagnosed bipolar. Oh, this uh, I didn't know. Yeah, after the umbrella thing, oh. and so they uh, and she, it was like a combination of that 
Plus, they uh, there was a day that she locked herself in the house and wouldn't give the kids to Kevin Federline, oh. and so they called an ambulance and put her on a psych hold and all this stuff. I and mean, so, yeah, Kevin I Federline's not exactly. <laughs> at least back in the day, he didn't look like dad of the year. I know. Maybe he's come a long way since I, then. I don't know. It seems like maybe he has, but okay. but yeah. So that was like I don't know how they actually do because like you think about again our Walmart worker example. If she locked herself in the house with her kids, nobody's calling to put her <laughs> on a psych hold. Yeah, yeah. So they're like I, Sheila's late for the night shift. That's about it. That's it. Yeah. I think it's just that higher level of standard stratosphere, whatever you want to call it. And there's more of a microscope on her. And so they're like, okay, this can't happen. But uh, this is my conjecture. I don't know. There must be some official reason. So how did she get free then? How does she finally break the Because of the fans. Do you remember the hashtag free Britney? Yeah, I do. Okay. So, and I was rallying for that. And from the beginning, Jenna was uh, my co-host at the time. And she was like, that's not true. Like that, it's just conspiracy theory. So when it came out that it was all true, Jenna really ate crow. But uh, <laughs> I even was surprised that it was all true. But does Britney's dad now face some sort of legal repercussion? She that? wants him to. She I would wants think him to. he should, like based on... Yeah, but the, here's the thing. The conservatorship was legal. So mm. a judge appointed it. So the legal system is what created it. So yeah. how are they going to... You know what I'm saying? So It's murky waters, yeah. Yeah, but, but her problem is any of her family members, her brother, sister, her mom, they could have spoken up. Nobody spoke up. You know, she wasn't even allowed to... Yeah, what the fuck happened to the sister? She was like her own little yeah. blossoming pop star for a while, and well, then she just disappeared. She got pregnant at like 17 and had three or four kids. See, this is the, the dirt I wanted. Yeah. I, I don't know these deets. Well, you can take the girl out of Louisiana, but let me tell you... <laughs> But, yeah. How many times have you seen Crossroads? <laughs> you don't want to see my VHS. Okay. It's worn, worn out. <laughs> you stole it from Blockbuster. Uh, I'm not returning totally, this. Yeah. What's Blockbuster? I'm too young. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> I'm not going to let you get away with that one. Uh, uh, poor Brittany. I hope she gets the help she needs. Yeah, same And here, I man. do think the mayor... I don't know about that guy. He's who hot as the, hell. Who is the new guy? Other oh, than being hot. hot as hell. What, what's his deal? Uh, well, he's like a personal trainer. Sam is scary. But... Uh, yeah, I don't know. He kind of came out of the blue. They do seem to be very much in love, but I'm like, mm, he's much younger. He's like 29. Mm. You know, she's 42. So it'll last for a while. And I just, you got to you gotta question people's motives when they're pursuing somebody of that level. You know yeah, what I mean? They have I that mean, stature who, and who that wouldn't date Britney Spears? Well, she still looks great for her age. You know, she looks... For her age. There he goes. Okay. <laughs> I'm ageist now. What is this? For her age. <laughs> true, true. She looks great. Thank you. Hard stop. Yes. <laughs> for her age. Well, to be honest, when you said her age, I, that was older than I thought she was. You know why I'm sensitive about that? What? The gym I go to in Kingston. So Kingston is a university town. So Queens University. At my gym, it's all 21, 22-year-olds, tits like rocks, mm. washboard abs, looking great. And, you know, I'm in good shape, too. But, like, I'm in my 30s, so your body changes a little. I'm yeah. more of, like, a dad shape. And it's like, you know, sometimes I'm in the mirror thinking I look great. Then in what walks one of these... Oh, we're, we're working twice as hard to look half as That's good. That's it! Yeah. So I don't like that for their age. I reject that statement Thank as well. Thank you. No, no. Hey, but you know what? That applies to me. I feel like I can say stuff like that because I'm I'm older than you. So fuck you. Your dad's rolling his <laughs> eyes again. <laughs> <laughs> That's something you get, though. No matter what age you are, you can literally be 67 and be like, oh, my knees are hurting. And there's some 80-year-old guy being like, <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Man, man, man. You know, it's like... It, That's I've, so true. It's so true. That's so true. And then you're the 80-year-old guy you know before what? you know it. Yeah, so. that's so true. And you know what I tell people? I joke about... like, And I am sensitive about aging and stuff, but I do try to remind myself, and I tell my girlfriends this too. When we're 60, 80, 90, and we look at pictures of ourselves at 35, you're going to think, holy fuck, I yep, was hot. Exactly. So try to appreciate that now, even if you feel bloated. <laughs> and you uh, you notice that if you see like pictures of your grandparents at yes. their funeral or something, you're like, yes. oh, he had such a jawline or whatever, yeah. you know. 
Totally. I, I'll show you a picture of my grandpa who passed. I bet you'll think he's a, a stone cold fox. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's got a real... Uh, your a, dad? No, no, my mom's oh. dad. He's got a... What, what was your dad? A troll? <laughs> well, I was, <laughs> you know, I was never... He was an Irish immigrant. He, he was like a farmhand kind of. So a leprechaun. Uh, Irish. No, no, no. I, he, he was a sweet man, and he wasn't like ghastly. But my my uh, my mom's side. <laughs> what does that mean? Like, yeah, he wasn't. You know, you wouldn't run away. Yeah, yeah. Or your children, you wouldn't like hide their eyes. But uh, <laughs> my my mom's dad, though, he yeah, he was an architect, oh. and he had the turtlenecks in the '60s, oh. and you know, he had the bum chin real hard. Oh yeah, yeah. I got a little bum chin. Yeah. yeah. Oh he, yeah, he was yeah. he's a handsome guy. Yeah. Is uh, he still around? No, no, just damn it. You made it to 98, though. Fucking hey, that's awesome. That's a run right there. My grandpa just died at 92, which I felt was a good run, too. Yeah, anything over like 80, even. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Because you see people have heart attacks when they're. Oh, shit, sorry, Dad. What? Did (laughs) you have a heart attack? No, but he's like the age where I was about to say when they're like in their late 60s and he's in his late 60s. You know, and I have a cardiologist. So, so yes, let's. Are you you okay with talking about that stuff? No, sure. I don't. Well, just because uh, prior to this interview, I was asking my mom, like, hey, yeah, I'm thinking we could do Cosmos or something fancy. She ended up providing the drinks because my dad Aww. was starting a workout. Uh, the cups or the glasses, oh. rather. But Thanks, she mom. was, uh, yeah, I bought this. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm right. from Thanks, mom. Oliver. No, um, but my dad was starting a workout because he had just had a doctor's appointment where he yeah. was finding out some not so great news about heart health. And um, <gasps> What happened? Like, shut up. What happened? You, know, you get older, things get clogged up a little bit, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, it's just, it's all trending stuff. So I'm not in any danger okay, with good. anything, but good, it's good. like time to get serious and mm. change your lifestyle. So one of those talks and you go, oh shit. Do you smoke cigarettes? No, never. Do no, you never. eat McDonald's? No, no. No, they're huh. pretty like good. Yeah. It just yeah. happens, eh? You just need to get a little more fit. Yeah, That's yeah. the main thing, the daily exercise. But yeah, exactly. No one would look at you and be like this fat fuck you know no, yeah. you look very healthy <laughs> exercise sucks i don't even like i'm it. starting to like it a lot you like it like not i don't like starting yes but i always love how i feel after That's and i'm starting to remember i'm focusing on remembering that part but why is it and yeah you, you're right you have to but why is it you feel so good after a workout but it's so hard to start again the next day it's like it's this i you'd think you'd build some kind of like i've actually found that doing the daily endurance. thing is is beneficial to like keep grinding because if you start taking days yes. off and letting your muscles rest, I know totally. that's something you're supposed to do. But if I just make it routine, yeah, I can let my OCD take over and and maybe I, that's what it is, the OCD. Because I think helps. the same way. Because I'm like, if you take a day or two off, thinking, oh, I'll be rested and ready to go back, you're not. You you want to just keep resting. But yeah. if you go every single day, you're ready for the next workout. Exactly, yeah. it becomes part of your your person. You know, I, I do uh, a lot of different channels. I don't know if we can talk YouTube workout mm. channels here, but oh yeah, yes. Uh, well, because during the pandemic is. When yes. we really made the shift from good life and all that bullshit. And mm-hmm. we realized we wasted two plus hours driving to working out in ways that were not smart and taking too long. Yeah. Only to now learn how to like in 20 minutes, I can get the workout that I probably would have put in in an hour at the gym uh, without any machines, just doing like prison workouts, like calisthenics yeah. and shit, you know. But I do find there's a cap like, uh, you know, I've been leaning into home workouts lately, too, because I've just been lazy and busy and stuff. It's just it, it's the tr- it's the travel to the gym and the whole mm routine of well, like and the public and, nature of it even like yeah. I, sometimes it is fun sometimes you're like oh look at this hot chick or whatever or you like there are eye candy moments or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it and sometimes there's even motivating moments where you see someone else crushing it and you're like yeah and you take a little piece of that person's yes. inspiration but th- so that's what you miss at home 
But because I'm okay I find, with that. Yeah. I, yeah, because the people that I'm watching, I feel like I'm getting that through the screen. Okay. Maybe I just picked good workout guys yeah, or I like the vibe. But Send me your list. Well, yeah, we started <laughs> off with a guy named Bully Juice who's like an ex-Marine. This What's his name? Bully Juice. Bully Juice. Yeah. I okay. guess I guess what you fight the bullies with, you know? Ah. Uh, yeah, I know. It sounds more just sexual or weird. Or I yeah, didn't I liked know it better when it was sexual. Now it's just cheesy. Bully Juice? <laughs> I think now he calls his app Jim O'Clock, I think. I know. Also really, you know. Still. Workouts are on point. You know, in 20 minutes, okay. you do a full body, yeah. no equipment, you know. That's good. Yeah, maybe some burpees and some, uh, you know, the usual okay. shit. I'm going to tell you one. Uh, Terry Simpson is the trainer's name. That's not the name of the video. If you want to search on YouTube, it's called Men's Health Abs Diet 2. Okay. Number two. Men's Health Abs Diet 2 Workout. Look that up on YouTube, and it is such a good workout. There's a, there's a cardio one, and there's a full-body muscle, big muscle group one. But it's just easy, easy stuff, like squats and, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Because I find sometimes these videos get a little dancey. I hate when it's like, we're going to do yeah. three moves at the same exactly. time. I'm like, I got the time. Can no. we just do them individually? <laughs> totally. Yeah. Totally, totally. That's a guy thing. You know, as girly as I am, I'm still a man. And guys cannot uh, multitask, and we're not good with, uh, uh, see, clearly I can't think, with like multi-movements like that. We need one at a time. <laughs> I mean, that's painting a broad brush, but I think for fitness, that certainly applies to that, me. But well, in other parts of my life, I, I I take pride in my strong multitasking. Oh, yeah? You're a good yeah, multitasker? Yeah, yeah. Okay, but get... not with fitness. I don't love doing like... Uh, well, I guess when you have kids, you have to be, right? Yeah. yeah, and just juggling this show and my job at the hospital and, you know, <gasps> relationships. The hospital and... must be hell right now. I don't even want to like, okay. talk like I work there that often because, uh, you know, I, I'm a casual. I work maybe two shifts a week, usually but overnight. But still, you're there and like, you know. Uh, I mean, things have been pretty normal for a long time. Oh, okay, good. If you're talking about what, all the kids being sick? Well, COVID, kids being sick. That's mainly Chio that's getting the brunt of that. So Okay. Yeah. And now they're shipping some to Kingston. Well, Kelly works at the Queensway just down the street. Yeah. And, and in the ICU, it's mainly old people, right? Mm -hmm. Generally, uh, people who are on their last leg. And now, I don't think it happened, but they were saying that they might ship... Um, teens from Chio over <gasps> because they're kind of like overflowing there and they yes, just need that extra. It's, it's scary. It's I crazy. I saw Dude, no, sorry to cut you off. No. no kids Tylenol for like, I know I've, I've spent days where I'm just driving around from pharmacy to pharmacy to pharmacy only to eventually go like, let's use the adult ones, find the dosage. Okay. Wait, cause your kid was sick or had a fever. My kid has been on and off sick since school started because it's wow. he's in kindergarten and he, oh. he was like a pandemic kid yeah we actually didn't even put him in jk last year because uh we figured it's not worth the risk yeah. what are you gonna learn in kindergarten he's a really bright boy already how old is he uh he's five and a half about oh, now okay but so i was teaching I him like we were learning asl together and like just life oh, cool. experiences cool, cool. like uh i do work he works out with us like every day he's like i want to push myself cute he's like planking i'm like you're like the army would love you and <laughs> not that i will let you go yeah, yeah no, but yeah. uh, i'm like coaches and and like generals are going to be coming for this kid well and, like experimental super soldier programs maybe and like we need a steve rogers this kid, he's got the blonde hair even. Right now, but like as soon as he's a teen, he's probably going to totally 180 and be like goth and like, you the know. The teen pivot, let's just the call it. The teen pivot. The puberty what, pivot. It totally let's is. Let's go for the alliteration there. Yeah. Puberty pivot. I'm going to say it <laughs> one more time. Um, no, but I've noticed that as well, being uh, a father of kids that are getting to that age. It's uh, something that also makes me, especially doing this podcast with my, with my dad is even more full circle because the amount of moments Sorry, that, that I was, have. That was my umbrella. Yeah, I thought you spilled the the actual drink on your Britney. I was going to be. Oh, no. <laughs> Listen, it's not my first rodeo. <laughs> Carry on. What? Your dad, uh, what? Yeah, it was just kind of full circle, you know, that I have a lot of these moments now where my oldest son, he's going to be 14 at the end of the year. 
and he's getting to that kind of again. I don't want to say he's a bad kid because he's a good kid. He's I was smoking cigarettes and getting yeah, drunk before homeroom and yeah. you know yeah me too getting I was probably doing shrooms in grade nine. Yeah, I definitely was <laughs> grade nine. I didn't smoke weed until I was sixteen. That was the first time I ever tried weed. I probably shouldn't have said that. He he helps with these videos. Sometimes. Oh no, <laughs> well not this one. <laughs> oh no, he, no. You know what? I'm safe because anything that's the meat in the middle, he's not going to fuck with us. You think you're cool? My daughter had a. Uh, I don't think I'm cool. No, no. I, was, I meant that. Re- Oh, like, him uh, to him. I was speaking about me. No, no, no. I mean, like, oh, you, you think, you're, think cool. you're cool? Yeah, sorry. Oh, now you're doing it like Americans. Yeah, because you know it's Americans. Like, you think you're cool. <laughs> yeah, Americans say you. Have you noticed this? We I learned this in theater school. Actually, I'm not. Remember your story because I want you to. Wait, tell. Wait, what was it? Oh no, you think you're oh, cool? Oh yeah, yeah, I know. Just American sleepover. That's sleepover. Americans say you like. You taste this? It's like lemonade. But Canadians, we're supposed to say I. Yeah. I think I'm cool. No, I'm not. But Americans say you. Anyway, now that I've said that, you'll I didn't notice, know that. Though. You'll That's notice interesting. it now. Yeah. Wow. In interviews, they'll be like, "I'm not American, though." Because, like, if Ellen asked a celebrity, like, you know, something, what was it like on set? Was it hard waking up early in the morning? They'd be like, "Well, your alarm goes off, and you think I just like want to sleep." Person. It's third person. Can I bring it back to Brittany? She says, I, "I literally asked Kelly this. Isn't this weird?" She says, "It's Brittany, bitch." Yes, yeah, she does. Shouldn't it be, "I'm Brittany, bitch." She's referring to herself as the product Britney Spears. I find that fucked up. Well, isn't that interesting? Right? Whoa! It's, it's Britney, bitch. <gasps> it's like, that's you, motherfucker. But but she <laughs> is a product, isn't she? I know, I know. That's the double-sided yeah. thing here, yeah. But at the same time, I'm thinking of comedy now. If I was an MC, which I am tonight, come see me at Yuck Yuck. Oh, wait. This is going to be way after. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, so plugs <laughs> at the end. Yeah, remember, this is going to come out probably early December. But it was like, who's your MC? It's Britney, bitch! Like, I could see yeah. if she was going that way. But anyway, sleepover. But she, doesn't she say that as a lyric in her song? Oh, she, she does. Goes like, it's Britney, bitch. Give me more. 2007. Blackout album. I think it's album. a boss move, too, to just be like, like, you know, someone like, Alexander the Great is here. He probably said before he, like, conquered your city. You know what? You You're know? right. Yeah. Just an announcement. It's like uh, You have to achieve a, a certain level. Yeah. Yeah. Before okay, you can sleep over. <laughs> okay, so, sleepover. I was going to say, you think you're cool is, is how I felt. No, no, uh, we just went over this. You say, I well, thought I was, I was cool. Going back to where we were. I was. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, no, but, uh, my daughter had a birthday sleepover and a couple, two girls came over just for, you know, hang out, watch a movie, yeah. birthday sh- shenanigans, whatever. And I thought I would be the cool dad. Cause I've got a podcast studio in the basement so much to the point where like when I got home from running errands and I found out that Kelly had already brought them down to like play on the arcade, I was like, Oh, I wanted to be there. I wanted to see. So they'd be like, wow. Like, I don't know. It was just like a little ego boost to feel youthful that the kid's you know, that you're still not old or whatever. <laughs> or that they want to even, like, ask you a question. Exactly. Yeah, I, and I get it. from what I gathered, again, I wasn't there for the moment, but uh, it sounds like they did not give a flying fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and they were just like, oh, yeah, an arcade. I guess that's cool. Ten minutes later, let's go do something else. But you know what? TikTok. It, it comes back. TikTok. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. But, you know, it comes around, right, <laughs> Dad? Because, like, do you there's want me to an, top you? Yeah, please. There comes an age where your kids come back. I've heard. I don't have any children. But, like, you know, when you go through the puberty, what are we calling it? The puberty... Uh, punch p- up the puberty pivot pivot. The pivot. Puberty pivot that's a friend's reference you kind of leave the nest for a while and your parents suck and all this but i feel like in your early 20s your parents you you learn to appreciate your parents again and they become your friends that's what i my oh my god anyway. yes hardcore yeah. i'm not just saying that because you're here dad no uh, i mean i think what we've gone through with this show is a unique thing oh, in itself. i literally just spilled all over the tables so. oh, no but it's spilling on myself <laughs> that's why Pink whitney is stronger than we remember we said it at the oh beginning. my god don't hold it against us um hold it against me another good britney song now we're just gonna start singing songs that have been stuck in our heads yeah that's well Pink here's whitney. one every time you go 
Why are no you? Way. Why that song? Because I rewatched Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, <gasps> and it makes me want to cry when that <sighs> scene happens at the end, and yes. he meets their family, and I God love bless that you, movie. John Candy. God oh, man. John Candy! What's your favorite John Candy? I, I, Uncle Buck. It's got to be yeah, Uncle Buck. It's honest, Great outdoors. I don't even know how I could. Yeah, you listed like already so many that I'm. Yeah, and I know he has way more like deep cuts that I'm probably not as yeah. familiar with. I'm in a long live John Candy Facebook group, uh, and it's oh, one wow. of the highlights of Facebook for me because I really I think Facebook him. sucks. Um, he was so good. He was so good. My mom. So real, man. So real and like so unique. You know that At scene a, in Plane, Trains, and Automobiles where. Uh, Steve Martin freaks out when he's finally had enough when they're in that first hotel room scene and he won't start doing what I do to my partner every night where it's like, like I got to clear my sinuses and like nasal spray and all that. Oh, he's like just finally re and his beers have already exploded on the bed and that's Steve Martin's side that he has to sleep on. And Steve Martin just goes off on him in like such an honest way that I don't even think you can really hold against him. And I think that's why it works because you're feeling like, yeah, fuck this guy. But John Candy, to still be able to have, we're within two seconds, you now are definitely on John Candy's side because just the way he emotes through yeah. his eyes and his facial expressions. And he's like, he's like, yeah, sure. I could be a cynic like you, you know, but I don't like that. I don't like hurting people's feelings. He's like, I like me. My wife likes me. My clients like me because what you get is the real article, you know. And it's just like hmm. that was my best. Yeah, that was. I uh, probably that's paraphrasing to some degree, but man, that yeah, shit hits so hard. It does, and you know, good for him to achieve that level of success when he did. Not to go, you know, I, I'm not a body shamer, but the body positivity movement was not around when he hit. Yes, and he was a very large. He was man. very confident in himself, exactly in a way that wasn't arrogant or that's pompous, right. but just loving and friendly yeah. and jovial likable oh my god so likable he's like one of those people that you just wish you could meet and hang I out know. with and even when i've seen like i deep dive on people that i'm really into in pop culture and you watch that like candid stuff of them like you know when they're not on mm -hmm. so to speak and he seems like the exact same guy like just someone who would give you the shirt off his back and then be proud of his body. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. Well he, done. That's, hey, that was a good callback. Chelsea Handler. Callback from 10 seconds ago. So um, uh, you do a deep dive on people in pop culture that you like. That's why you know so much about my family. <laughs> yes. Thank and you. your dog. Thank you. Which is obviously family. Of course he is. Yeah. Oh, can I ask you, and this, uh, not to be morbid, mm. but um, since he is getting up there in years, <laughs> have you thought about, because I know you're going to get another dog. If, <laughs> I know this is. Scary territory. Yes. But let's just, you know, get there. Oh, God. If he you was want... my first dog. It's going to be... I did lose a dog at only seven years old in 2018. Okay. So right before my big breakup, okay. our dog died because he got bit by a tick. Get the Lyme vaccine, people. It's only $17. Oh it And so this was right before the Lyme vaccine for dogs was developed in 2018. And Lyme disease, no joke. And it killed him. And he was only seven. Another for humans, chihuahua. too, I mean. But yeah. yes. But that sucks, man. Yeah. It really was horrible. And so... I have lost a dog, but Lopez is my first ever dog. I got him at 20 years old when I still lived with my mom. She's gone. Oh, like, man. I'm just going to be a real mess. And, I can't, and I'm warning people. Like, I'm going to need a week. I'm going to need more time off than for my grandpa, for my mom. It's, yeah. Because it's my kid. It's like, you're, it's like losing a kid. Could you imagine losing a kid? My it's, dad just had his second of two dogs pass. Oh, I'm so How sorry. Ago, like four months How old? 50. What kind of dog? Mike, okay, Mike, see, Dad, okay. Mike. So the small one. <laughs> Your Mike, Dad. 
He's too emotional. He, he I know. I just want the people to hear him. He's verklempt. <laughs> you what? I'm, I'm verklempt. Oh my god, my dad's got the words verklempt. Verklempt. I love yeah. that. I've no, never heard that in my life. Yeah, what? You didn't? No. Don't you know the church lady from SNL? I'm getting a little verklempt. No, no, that was Madonna. Oh, it was Madonna. Yes. Madonna. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And uh, Rosie O'Donnell used to say it all the time yeah. too. Yeah, it was it was Mike Myers. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. it. He had a bit, and Madonna would come on. I, they had must have had a good relationship because she showed up frequently for that. Is this yeah. when he did the German? Like yeah, host or like, whatever, like butter. Yeah, like butter. Like and butter. he had the blue I've, shirt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now anyway. I'm gonna have to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we totally though, Anyway, yeah. Yeah. the dogs were Loki and oh, Thor. Yeah, we great. had them for 15 years from pups and yeah. broke our hearts. Oh, it's just, great dogs. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <sighs> and my um. But you said you have to say like you know it's better to have had the time than yes. not at all. Yeah, because like, would you rather some other person had your yeah, dog? Yeah, exactly. Like, so, the dog's gonna live that life, and that's what you get. And that's life, babe. My yep. older dog passed um, December twenty twenty, so the end of okay, the first wow. pandemic year. Okay. And something that I always thought was so weird is that like, um, I'm born on December sixth, mm-hmm. and Kelly, my partner, is born on the second, and he always wanted to be between us, like in the Wait bed, a minute. and he died on December fourth. Stop. Which was just, I know that's like. No, but that, that's like my Joe Rivers like a, birthday thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it was freaked me out. What? Uh, your birthday's December 2nd? December 6th. Hers is the 2nd, which is Britney Spears, oh, right? I know. Yes, it and is. And Jason Alexander, I think, isn't it? Oh, or no. Fuck Jason or no, I think it's my dad's birthday. Is it your birthday too? No, no, no. <laughs> When's <laughs> your birthday? like a who's on first. September 25th. No, I'm saying. Oh my God, that's my birthday! What? <laughs> yes! <laughs> Go Libra! It's just got so many levels of oh, crazy. Oh, that's weird. That is weird. Because your wife has the same as Brittany. Brittany. And I have the same as your dad. Yeah. Whoa! And Small my dad, world. I think, has the same birthday as Jason Alexander from Seinfeld. But I Brittany's ex was also named Jason, Jason Alexander, Alexander. The guy who crashed the I way. I can't. This is over. I can't. Post-podcast research would actually discover that Jason Alexander's birthday was September 23rd, a full two days earlier than Oliver had speculated. But... Let's just let them have this. I'm tripping out. Anyone watching 1899, <laughs> the new show about the Bermuda Triangle? Because oh, where's that? Might as well be on it. Just, Where, yeah, uh, just started it's on uh, Netflix. Netflix. Oh. Although I gotta say, the trailers don't make me feel really? like I want to watch it. Yeah. I hate period stuff. I guess. Is oh, I love. I but started. isn't it like spooky dookie, like paranormal? Yeah, it's about, I love stuff like, like that. The, mm-hmm. the Bermuda Triangle, which actually I think has more merit than some paranormal. Well, there's stuff. something to it. Well, because people think like scientists have posited that it's some sort of a like anomaly that's in that area. Yeah, it was really big in the '70s. The whole thing, you know, there's this chariots squ- of the gods squadron and- of uh, U.S. airplanes went down there after the Second World War and a training thing. And but there were ones that went and- through and they just lost time, where their like watches and all the chronological devices were mm. they were missing twelve minutes, and that was the twelve minutes where like airbase couldn't contact. But them. if it's really a, a real phenomenon, all that. It, it, it wouldn't just come into pop culture in the 70s and then kind of fade away. I mean, if it's a real... They're making a show about thing. it on Netflix right now. Well, in 2022. I guess because enough time's gone by. That True, yeah, yeah. Nostalgia. Surgences, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nostalgia. But, I didn't forget. I always thought Bermuda Triangle was cool, you know? Do you believe in ghosts? Uh, oh, God. I mean, ghosts like an apparition that's yeah. floating there. Like, oh, I don't know. What, how many definitions so of ghosts do we have? Well, no, but I mean, like a spirit and those kind of like things were like, you know, that fucking uh, trinket that your mom gave you starts to blow in the wind sure, at the so, right time. Yeah. That, yes. Okay. I, f- I believe in energy. Signs. Okay. And, like, and that once we leave these meat suits or mm-hmm. whatever, maybe we're not going to be even the way that we 
currently regard ourselves as yeah. far as consciousness goes, but that we may still have the ability to influence this world. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But like someone being like, old Sally Jenkins haunts the mill and she's just like, ah. okay, you know, maybe not. No. Yeah. No, I think I'm with you. And I think that when it is Sally Jenkins haunting the mill, it's more, <laughs> more than a ghost. It's like an energy Great script idea. It's an energy imprint. I feel like there's certain structures that an age may have something to do with it, but if like stone buildings or stuff, they can hold energy. Yeah. And so, you know, Sally Jenkins, it could just be sort of like a hologram of her, but it's not really consciousness. It's not her. Yeah. It's just... It's a projection. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I believe in that sort of thing. And then... I, there, but, there's a word for that, actually. Um, inanimate objects holding... Energy. Energy. Yeah. Not just energy, but like memories and... Not memories. That's the wrong way to put it. But like essences of events yeah. or... If it's a very there is strong... A word and people that can touch certain things and then say... Oh, I'm, you know, I don't know if that's yeah. true or not, obviously, but there is a word for that. I'm, I'm oh, not... I believe in everything. I believe in aliens. I believe in, I believe in everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, just because until it's proven, like, yeah, why not? completely exclusively. And how it's... ignorant to think, like, oh, we're the only planet that can sustain life in this huge, massive universe. The fuck is even the universe? What oh. is outer space? If there, even if you, I think the argument is like, do you believe in intelligent life? Because I think if you're an idiot, if you don't think that another planet could be in the right distance from the sun and have some sort of like microbiome dinosaurs yeah, yeah. or whatever, you know, like sure, eating okay. some shit. Yeah. But I think the interesting Consciousness. thing that, yeah, yeah, like the whole, why did we take that leap? And not to go too Rogan here, but I, I did hear on that podcast ages ago that there's oh, a lot so of people. Oh, so he listens to it. Oh, I did used to a lot, mm -hmm. actually. Okay. Uh, this is years ago now, but. Yep. Then he went to Spotify, and I was like, fuck this. I'm not paying for this. <laughs> well, he used to be cool. Remember when he hosted, uh, what was that show? Fear Factor. I still appreciate his honesty, I suppose. Sure, in the, okay. If it's, if it's honest. No, so. but he is someone that, like, I, I mean, I don't know. Again, I haven't watched the show in years now, but... I feel like when I did watch it, it felt like he's not always right, but he knows it. And maybe that's an excuse sometimes to get sloppy and be a little bit inconsiderate. But he was also genuinely curious and he was also passionate. And I mm -hmm. guess there were certain okay. traits about him that I appreciated. But yeah, sure. Yeah, Fine. I'm not okay. going to plant my flag on All right, shit. back to what, where, where were you? Oh, God damn See, it. What Dad, was I talking where were about? we? Yeah. <laughs> no, we were talking about uh, conspiracies yes. and aliens and shit. And now I totally don't remember why. And you why said you were listening him. to Joe Rogan ages ago because yeah, he was talking about aliens and yeah. oh oh sorry the, yeah see um, i knew if i just talked slow you, enough Jesse. yeah the giant leap that is in like the fossil record or whatever it is the historical record of pre-humanoid pre-human oh, right. beings okay. the intelligence leap that the brain apparently doubled yeah again i'm paraphrasing okay. everything but so i have a theory and there's a, i learned this from a meme so i can't take credit but there's a meme that has uh it shows like a human holding a baby and there's a monkey beside the human or no so, sorry it shows that alien holding a baby and the monkeys beside the alien and it says y'all aren't ready for this conversation oh. and the idea is that aliens mated with apes or gorillas or just inserted some sort of like gene yeah and then that's how humans came to be you and know the stone yeah, i don't think theory. they made it <laughs> well yeah, I was gonna how say, do you know dad well, yeah, maybe these aliens are like we go to planets and standards, we fuck standards hey, there's always somebody into something <laughs> well maybe wouldn't that be like truly like it, it makes perfect it sense if if the most sophisticated we can travel at the speed of light we have all these amazing technologies that, let's fuck a monkey at their nature <laughs> no but that at their nature they're still pillaging like the vikings would have well yeah that there's that this is, carnal yeah. drive to like take over yeah like not for everyone mind you but that there yeah. is that in some people this you know conquest 
conquer everything. And yeah, that's interesting, right? Like, and yeah, maybe they would fuck. You know, that's what I'm saying. Maybe that's what happened to all those cows. And crop circles is what? Just like what? The, what do you know about cows? Well, they always say alien uh, fuck abductions. Cows? Well, that they like no, there's like mutilated cows they oh, find on yes. farms and stuff, and yeah, it's always yeah. really like. We don't know. And some guys on the news like, yeah, we got some big bears, but we don't know what the fuck had done this. It's always like yeah, some yeah. kind of like. <laughs> but all the blood was gone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's some sort of weird scientific yeah. shit where you're like, what? Yeah. Why would anyone steal cow's blood? You could probably buy that at a butcher well, shop. Well, that's not aliens. That's the chupacabra. Oh, shit. That's You've the heard Mexican. Of the chupacabra. Yes. I love the song Chupacabras by Chicks Dig It. Look it up. Well, he drains Canadian the blood. Band. Sorry. What? Dixie? What was the There's name? a Canadian punk band from Calgary, I think, in the 90s, and they were called Chicks Dig It. C H I X D I G G I T. So they have a song called Chupacabras, and it's all about this monster. If you have to name your band Chicks Dig It, oh, I think they're very nerdy. They don't. And it's like a tongue-in-cheek, like ironic oh, they don't statement. Dig it. Oh, yeah. Okay, they're like pop punk, so they were probably like Blink One Eighteen. Oh, so they're thing. in on the joke that I just tried to make, and now I seem stupid. Okay. <sighs> I ruined Great. it again. Go ahead. Next question. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's get back to the question. Shit, I forgot we've been on a like a tangent for hours. What do you like to put up your butt? Oh, no. Oh, I have Botox. Botox. And we talked about Joan Rivers. So let's yeah. start with Joan because I wanted to okay. know. Uh, and every way I wrote this question, it felt like I was talking like you actually knew her on a personal level. But I feel oh, like you, you feel like you did. So I well, want to know, what did you learn from Joan? Oh, wow. Uh, What's the biggest lesson you've taken away from her teaching? Okay, here's let's something. Say, here's the book something. of Joan. Here's something. And I don't know if this is the biggest because I'm sure as soon as I walk out the door, I'll be like, fuck, I should Yeah, yeah. That. But here's something that I have learned that uh, I, I can access right now. <laughs> We finished this bottle. You called it too. And I, I was like, no, we're not going to finish that. You ain't finished it. Cheers. So one thing that Joan Rivers <laughs> does on stage is she kind of cuts words in half or sentences in half. And that can be a very effective technique in stand-up. Mm. So let me give you an example. Like if uh, if I'm talking about this table, okay, the table we're sitting at is very lime green. Yeah. If I were to be like, this table is so lime green. It's so lime green. It looks like snot. It looks like something I would puke up after eating lunch. You know. I, I'm not doing it right now. I'm trying to be Joan Rivers. No, no, no. But I she, totally get what you're saying. To cut the words off and act like your thoughts aren't keeping up. Yeah, it seems like you've got an unlimited ammunition yes. of that yes. topic. And that's what she does. And she did it very well. And that's that's one that's skill so I've tried cool. to copy from her, for sure. That's such an observation, though, yeah. because I feel like I'm only realizing that as you're like kind of breaking it down, because I've seen her material and I've laughed at those moments. Yeah. But now that you're actually like... And, and, it, it out. and listen, wow. try it on stage because it works. Because if people know what you're saying, but your energy, for lack of a better word, can't keep up to follow through with what they already know you're going to say, it's funny to them because it's like, oh, I knew what he was going to say, but he's so excited he's on to the next thing. Yeah, yeah. So that's this it. is. Yeah. Oh my god. So I did. There um, must be a word for that, but I don't know what it is, but it works. It's amazing. Yes, yeah. I, I this really much tie or really much. Oh Jesus. Pink really Whitney. much. Pink Whitney. <laughs> um, this ties in very much to something that, uh, like, I don't perform that often. I kind of take the gigs as they fit into my life. And yeah. if there's a competition, I throw my hat yeah, in sure. to make myself do it. Uh, but I did a show in Manatic at this really cool bar pub thing upstairs. And it was a healthy crowd. It was like 60, 75 people. And I was prepared. I, I did some stuff I'd done in the past. And I brought some old jokes back and kind of just had fun with it. And I did one completely new thing where I was literally rapping as Hitler, um, which sounds bad, but it was very anti-Hitler. Well, I'm sure. <laughs> um, yeah. Ballsy. That takes guts. That's what I mean. It was kind yeah. of like a challenge to myself because I was like, I think I can pull this off. It had to do with like Kanye and my son listening to Kanye's music. And oh, me no. being like, what? Your son's into Kanye? Well, he got into Kanye. Well, now what about now? He got into Kanye like six months ago. Okay. This is oh, the premise God. for the I'm not going to do the rap. Maybe I will. We'll see. Yeah, do the rap. Um, do the whole bitch. I'll be quiet. Dad, be quiet. 
Okay. The Let's bit go. is that my son's at that age where he's starting to discover music and which bands and artists you identify with. And about six months ago, he got really into Kanye West. And then I pause for like, everyone's like, Ugh. yeah, you know, especially when I did this a couple of weeks ago, it was like hot off the presses. Uh, but I said, you know, um, hey, I, I'm not sure if you're abreast of what's going on with Kanye, but or yay, yay, as he prefers to be called, but I don't really care. Oh, is it yay? I thought it was ye. I always said ye. I don't Sorry, care. I'm interrupting the bit. Go, no, no, no. Ahead, I'm saying ahead. I don't care as well. I say that on right. stage because I don't know what's the right thing. And But you've lost your title privileges when you're blatant anti-Semitic. Uh, yeah. Anti-Semitic, rather. I said anti-Semitic. And the Pink Whitney strikes again. Well, I'm doing a bit. I didn't think I was going to do a bit. Anyways. Do a bit. Go ahead. But uh, I'm already butchering it. My uh, my son, it was saying that, you know, you. I don't know if you want to align yourself with this music anymore because I don't know if you've heard what's going on in the news, but Kanye's talking shit. And he said, well, I, I just like the music. I don't, I don't, you know, that's it. And I told him, well, that's like kind of being like, listen, I don't agree with his political views, but uh, hip hop Hitler dropped some dope rhymes. Ah! And then I go into like a whole, like, uh, what would that even be like? And I do a little hit Hitler rhyme. All right. And it I is oh, action. God. I'm always on a hurry to get up on the mic, dropping the fury just like the Third Reich. And then he goes, oh, shit. Oh, I my God. <laughs> I know, it's brutal. Uh, but there's some part at the end about, like, getting it on with Eva Braun, suicide pact at the break of dawn. <laughs> it's just oh historical. It's just, I love it. Uh, yeah. I love that it's not pro-Hitler. And then I say afterwards, regardless of what you thought of this bit, we can all agree that hip hop Hitler sounds way cuter than it has any right to. Because I do, it's it very. I picture like this little rapping midget yeah, with a little Nazi. mustache. <laughs> yeah. and the, yeah. Oh no, he says I've got a mustache like Charlie Chaplin. I'm about to show you what's going to happen. And oh, um, God, that's dark. Yeah, straight from the past <gasps> with a holocaust. Or no, you know it's scary. It's scary because it wasn't that long ago. I hope this doesn't. I don't have to edit this out. I know that wasn't a great version of that, but. Well, no, get the Hitler fans. I don't but but I feel like, as a comedian, does that like, uh, does that joke? It comes off pretty obvious uh, as anti-Hitler. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Listen to the lyrics. Yeah, yeah. You know. Well, the lyrics is Hitler boasting about you know himself. But, but then but... he's gonna go commit suicide. Like you know. Oh, true. So, I don't know. I, I listen. I don't want to <laughs> talk about this anymore. So, yeah. <laughs> Next question. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're. <laughs> No, I hate Hitler. Who doesn't? What are you going to say? Do a, what are you supposed to say? Don't do a bit on a podcast. And he's horrible. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. Don't, don't. A bit you've done once. Don't give any. Have you ever heard the saying, any publicity is good publicity? So why bring Hitler back? Oh, I see what you're you saying. Don't, yeah. yeah. So now we're giving him a big stage here on but the Oliver George podcast. through Kanye, so it's more his fault. Okay, fine. <laughs> nice save. Okay. <laughs> no, not really. Next question. <laughs> okay. Um, Hocus Pocus 2. <gasps> Thoughts? <laughs> Did you see that transition? That's how you come out of a tailspin. <laughs> now I can't edit it out. <laughs> Can Hitler come deal with Hocus Pocus 2? That's what so I'd like. So did it deliver in just... No! Okay. okay. I am so mad about this movie. <laughs> I'm blushing, I'm sure, and sweating uh, phenomenally. Un fucking believable I waited 30 years for that sequel and it was dog shit total dog shit did you watch it uh loosely while I was doing other shit but my kids and and it was on did they like it uh I mean okay. they I don't know that they've seen the, the original so it wasn't oh, so it didn't that, have the same weight you know I am worked up so <laughs> it's a fine Disney movie okay it's a Disney movie it has a f happy ending 
These are evil witches that ate children in the first movie and they gave them a happy ending. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm furious about it. The first movie was iconic. I don't know what the fuck. Disney just wanted to make money or something and they did because it's like the number one most streamed movie of all time. Yeah, it was successful because it came out at Halloween. And uh, was, you you know, know, the first one was not successful pocket. because it came out in the summertime. Really? Yeah. Why well, it was you... successful on video eventually. Eventually, but yeah. it was a cult. One of these, like Rocky Horror. Same but in thing. theaters, it bombed. Totally bombed because oh. it came out in July. No one wants to see witches in July. We want to see them in September. But it had big oh, names, September. right? Like I know, but it didn't. It didn't do well. So it eventually did. But in the first one, they talk about virgins. They eat kids. They're nasty. They're mean. The one guy gets turned into a cat. Right? Yes. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> in the second one, she's crying because she loves her sister so much. Yeah. Oh, it was very like modernized bullshit. Yes, but the room, the Roomba, like okay, that's thing, that funny. Was kind of a cool, yeah. And there's one scene that I really did enjoy where they're in the pharmacy trying to find anti aging yeah. cream, <laughs> and they're like eating eating the cream and stuff. But it was also like they're so astounded by technology. I remember I don't I don't know that I can say the specific example, but I remember thinking that they weren't being consistent with like. Like the automatic doors amazed them, but there were so many other things they're oh, like walking yeah. by where I'm like, you would be just as amazed yeah. by like all the, I don't know. Oh, and the big problem that people have, which I didn't mind at all, is that there's a scene where they walk by a house and they look in the window and, and the people in the house are watching the original movie. Oh, I didn't. So I people are all that. messed up about that because they're like, oh, what does that mean? Does it's that so mean? meta. It's so meta and it's too meta. People can't wrap their head around. I'm like, okay, that's just an Easter egg. Like, yeah. Let it go. But I think people are pointing that out to say like, this was just a pandering money grab from Disney and uh, they didn't really care about the story they did the first one. Listen, if you have little kids, it's a good watch. It's a Disney movie. It's yeah. fine. It's, it's not okay. complete dog shit. No. Yeah. So but I, it doesn't I, I redact up. that statement, but it does not live up to the original. It's like what they did with Jumanji. I yes. know that like some of the follow-ups were yes. they weren't bad movies, but it was such a different animal than yeah. the classic, which of course you can't recreate. It's no. like lightning in a bottle. Like how are you going to do that twice? You it's know? like if they came out with Mrs. Doubtfire two, starring uh, Marlon Wayans. Starring like it just Kevin Hart. You know, it's just it wouldn't be. I'm a woman. <gasps> The witches? Now now we're down a witch's path. Did you watch the remake of The Witch? Do you remember The Witches with Angelica Houston? That I saw as a child. I think it's good to remember that one. It, with the little, uh, he gets turned into a mouse or something? Yes, but yeah, she's yeah. so scary with the nose. That and was terrifying, yeah. Well, Anne Hathaway just reprised that role. Did you see this? No. Terrible. Oh, they, they, it's out already. Yeah, okay. it's out. Oh. It's on Crave, I think. Uh, but but they use CGI to witchify her. And I'm like, you know what? In the 80s, they used makeup and masks, and it looked so much more realistic. So much scarier. So much scarier. Because I do remember. My mom showed me this when I was, like, I think too young to see it. And oh, it, like, yeah, And it left imprints that scary lady. Oh, me too. Yeah. Very scary. And being trapped as a mouse, I remember that, like, being, like, scary. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that would suck. Yeah, but but really it was her. She was scary, right, Dad? That that what, Angelica Houston's amazing. There's an actor I really like. Did what you else is she that? in? I feel like she's, uh, no, I did not ask no, you so that. Who but, asked me who's an actor I was thinking of her as Pritzy's Honor. Because she, she went, she lived with Jack Nicholson for quite a long time, right? Angelica okay. did. Yeah, yeah, they Stop, were a power couple. Oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. dated. Oh, for quite like Stop, I didn't we're know talking that. a few years. Yeah, wow. Yeah. And they did a movie together called Pritzy's Honor, which if you haven't seen that, that's a good movie. Oh, what I have not it? seen that. That's a hit. Brief, kind give of us thing. the back of the novel. Oh, I can't. It's no. too long ago. <laughs> no, no. I just remember. You it was could bring good. it up. Pritzy's yeah. Honor. I'm going to look that up. Yeah, I, I'm a big Can fan. Can you of Google those that in the background and then come back at us? P R I Z Z I. I think Pritzy. Yeah. No, I'm saying, can you Google that in the background and then come back? And Can you multitask? Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Jesus. 
You've he done this in the past, man. though. He comes back 20 minutes later and he's like, so it was a submarine sandwich. <sighs> Well, go ahead, like, yeah, go ahead, Dad. But isn't aging a cruel thing? Like, look at Jack Nicholson as an example. You want to talk about aging? Like, such a virile hot stud, and now he's like a mess. Yeah, you know? But that's where Leo's headed. That's where all of us are headed. Well, then that's why I go like, oh, we need to lighten up on those. Like, because you know everyone's what? You're like, right. my grandpa rocks. You're but right. Fuck you, Jack Nicholson, you melting you know piece what? of shit. But, and it's like, yeah. he's somebody's grandpa. You're so right. You know, you know what, Oliver? Did you... you know about Jack Nicholson? Sorry to cut you yeah, off. No. Um, that he thought his grandma was his mom for his whole life or there was this whole uh duplicitous thing when he was young where because of how he was born and the and the setup whatever mm -hmm. it was they didn't want the truth to be known oh. he grew up thinking his mom was his sister and his grandma was his mom and then he found out when he was like an adult and wow. i can only imagine that would have been yeah. you knew of this to some degree yeah i'm not pulling this out of my ass i, I heard that story i i didn't remember it was him specifically but I've yeah heard, I've i believe those are the details yeah. his mom they told was his sister and his grandma they told was his mom yeah. wow isn't that it is weird wow. I, I mean i can relate a little bit because i'll just tell you there's four siblings in my family and my older sister was a teenage sort of oopsie daisy all four of us have the same mom but my older sister has a different dad oh okay because it was like my mom skipped science class and you know went to the bathroom the first one yeah, yeah. exactly uh but i didn't know that until i was 10 so oh, wow so that was kind of a oh because why do you need to know before and, you're yeah. 10 as long as you've got a stable household and, and things you know, are good you and know we've never thought of her as like a half sister yeah like she's my sister there was and, no huge uh, shift when never, you found that out never okay. never and we were raised together so but still it was a kind of a jarring moment to learn that so i can only imagine yeah. finding out your mom it's not your mom oh yeah it's got i mean i don't know the details of when he found that out Maybe he was already a successful Hollywood actor, and he was like, "Yeah, all right." Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I guess it was for the best. I'm did he fucking... date Cher too? No, they just did that movie together, Witches of Eastwick. Was that? Yeah, yeah Witches of Eastwick. Yeah, yeah I only yeah. know I Sunny and think... Cher. Yeah. But I'm I can sure tell you about Chrissy's honor. Okay, here we go. You were oh, right. See? All, all right. right. This is us. my Jamie. Uh, we're bringing back to Joe Rogan. <laughs> a 1985 American black comedy crime film directed by John Huston, Angelica's father. Ah. Right. Starring Jack Nicholson and Kathleen Turner. Oh, love her! Oh, she's awesome. Mob. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it says the. Uh, let's see. It's, yeah, the film. The film supporting cast includes Angelica Houston, the director's daughter, and Nicholson's then girlfriend. Yeah, there you go. It's got a lot of good people. What in year? It. What year? Eighty-five. Nice. Eighty-five. You, yeah, we've gotten some strong reactions out of Jesse, which I take very, very much to heart because you're this like you know so much about Hollywood and well, culture yeah. and. But that sounds like a really good movie. I'm a reactor. Do you know in radio? Well, and that hocus pocus too. That was oh! the biggest reaction of the whole podcast. Yeah. And you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty glad I wrote that. Is down. that going to be the promo? <laughs> no, I just feel like yeah, proud of myself for doing that research. Oh! I mean, like Jesse's really into hocus pocus, and yeah. we need to talk. Well, about I'm this. into Halloween. It's the gay Christmas. I mean, come on. So. Okay, wait. I have so many fun random questions. Oh my God, I don't want to. How long have we been going? How long is this episode? Am I sleeping over? The record is Tavis Maples then just like three minutes shy of three hours. Okay, we're not going that long. No, how long is this? Okay. Um, okay, well, I, I did want to talk about the whole Botox. We started talking yeah, about, talk Joan, about Joan Rivers only because I think that uh, when it comes to rejuvenation tactics or whatever you want to call it, that there's probably a lot of procedures that people don't know about that maybe are much less invasive yes. than they might think. Thank you. And there might be a lot of stigmas. Yes. And again, I, I, I yes, don't yes, know yes, this yes. firsthand, but I'm curious okay. enough and I, I, you have the expertise. So I just wanted to know yeah. more about that world a little bit. I'm really glad I you said that. I know that's an open-ended question. But. No, but, and, you know, I know you did your research clearly, but uh, thank you for saying that as a straight guy that you 
can recognize that some procedures have a place and it's not all about vanity. It's not all about looking like a Kardashian. Or it's not all destructive. Like you're going to regret this in five years. That's absolutely right. Like, you know, so Botox, where do you want to start? There's so many Chrysalis rejuvenation clinic, by the way, if you mention me, you get a little discount. Yes. I'm an influencer. So if you go to Chrysalis Rejuvenation Clinic, they're in Ottawa. Uh, if you mention my name, they'll give you a little something, something. Like we do different promotions, but uh, so right now I don't know when this is coming out, so I can't even. Uh, like can't. beginning well, mid December. Anyway, well, nothing. It's Christmas. Spend your money. So <laughs> here's what. What do you want to know about Botox? Let's well, start. Let's just, start with Botox. First of all, when was your first experience, and uh, what is it like for okay. someone who hasn't done it? Let's start yeah. there. So Botox, uh, everybody knows it's a muscle paralyzer. So the first time I ever did it was 2017. It was a sponsorship through Jump. So I was so excited. The radio station I was on in yeah. Ottawa. And uh, it it paralyzes your muscle, but you don't realize until... So it takes about 7 to 10 days to take effect. See, I don't really have any right now, so I can't show you. Well, a little bit. But like you, you feel it. So it literally paralyzes your muscles. So it is a little bit awkward. I remember the first time I got it, my boyfriend at the time... Uh, laughed his head off at me anytime I laughed because he said it looked like I was crying instead of laughing because certain muscles couldn't move. Yeah, yeah. How so, long does that last, though? Uh, about four to six months. But here's the oh, thing, okay? Wow. Whoa, I thought you were going to say hours. <laughs> no, 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 four to six Jesus. months. But wait, boys, it wears off quicker because our metabolisms are usually quicker and we also have stronger facial muscles than women. Also, if you exercise and if you drink alcohol, it speeds it up. So for me, it lasts like two hours. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so Botox but is what great. kind of benefit uh, are you getting for that so you know because that's a huge commitment yeah and and what is that what are you going to see on so the like end? let's say you did your forehead you you wouldn't so you know how we do this I'm raising my eyebrows and you have wrinkles I have prominent yeah so if you got Botox in your forehead you would not have they wouldn't move it would just be solid for but force. you could still move the area well, no, no no you can't move the area Ooh. yeah exactly so, but you're moving the area. Yeah, because I get two hours. In a while. I haven't had it in a very long time. Yeah. Okay. So, so would you continue as you oh, get older? Oh yes, I love it because as you have, bo- while it's active, your uh, wrinkles can't get worse. So in a way, mm, it freezes. You're prolonging. Time. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. That's like uh, when people in sci-fi movies go for like a stasis sleep. Yeah, and exactly. They're like in space for forty years. Yeah, because isn't that freezing? My dad's a big sci-fi guy. But too. they're freezing That's themselves. Cryogenic. Yeah, yeah. That's what you're doing to your muscle. Hello. Interesting. So, I actually wrote what's down. It cost? Uh, what's it cost? Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's a great so, question. If you mention my name, I Chrysalis Rejuvenation Clinic on Carling in Ottawa. Uh, they'll give it to you for like nine or ten a unit, where most leases are eleven or, or ten bucks a unit. Yeah, okay. and you I don't know because before I thought you were saying hours, and then it was like no, no, months. No, a so. unit. But let me tell you, you you need like thirty to forty units usually. I didn't so, know if, was, if a unit was going to be like thousands of dollars, though. That's what I was worried about. Well, not so, that I'm like itching to go, but I'm very interested in this because I do think. Where would you get? You have great skin. Your forehead. Uh, maybe. You don't I've need always your had prominent feet. lines. I've always had prominent lines. You could So you'd maybe need like 25 okay units. It. I think I'm just kind of okay with it, but that's yeah, okay. I just I like exploring though people's right to do what they want. Yeah. With okay. their own bodies and and that. I'll tell you another thing. Uh, I have two more procedures to talk about. So microneedling. I cannot say enough good things about microneedling. So is there's, that acupuncture esque or no? Yeah, so you're close. It's like uh, so you. There's so many different ways you can do it, but like there's punch, like stamps on your skin. There's like rollers. There's so many different things they can do at the clinic. You can even get like at home devices, but obviously at the clinic they're more effective and stronger. Professional, but basically or, it's yeah. like micro injuries on your skin that stimulates collagen and like your body's repair thing. So like I'm having a scar treated right now that I don't like on my forehead. So every time I go, it'll like 
fuck it up a little bit and then it heals again. And every time it heals, the scar is less because it's oh. like replacing it with healthy skin. Interesting. So I microneedling is great. It works for uh, enlarged pores, wrinkles. What is with the texture? cupping thing I see on people? Oh, I don't know them. what that is. That's, okay, that's, that's a whole other that's some Eastern. Chinese thing. Yeah, okay, okay. I don't know what that is. And then I, so, I have to interrupt you because yeah. your last name is Reynolds, yeah. and I literally am seeing Ryan Reynolds as you're speaking to me. Like your face structure, your eyes, yeah. like just dawned on me. Are you guys somewhat related? Well, yeah, he's my cousin. No way. Yeah. Real? Yes, you didn't know that. I thought it was a joke you told on no, stage. No, it's real. What? Are you shitting us? Does no, he not look like Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. I was just when there last weekend. I always look my guests like right in the eyes, and I feel like I try to really take in the moment. And I, I'm sick of living in his shadow. Can we just go back to me? Yeah, but now that you sorry, say sorry, it, holy cow. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I literally thought it was a joke you told on stage, and that's why I felt like I could bring it up now. You know what, Oliver? Wouldn't... It is a joke I told on stage. It's not you true. fucker. Ah, you. <laughs> You do look like him, I though. I have it's heard that before. Be fucking, I've heard that before. Like, it's yeah. uncanny now that I see it. I don't anyway, know if it's uncanny. I totally I've, cut you off. I've I'm heard sorry. it before. Uh, but finally, the uh, no, he's great. And he might buy the sense. I felt like cool? that was not something you would mind me saying. No, like, I certainly You look don't so mind. much like Ryan Reynolds that I have to stop conversation <laughs> right now to address it. Especially if you tell me it was Ryan Reynolds in the Amityville Horror, because that was... Chopping some yeah, hello. wood. Hello. Hello. Again, yeah. not switching teams. Huh? I... You know, I recognize fire when it's burning up my house. You know, you said that right in front of your dad. <laughs> I don't even know what that All means. Right. I'm just trying to be okay, funny, finally, ladies and gentlemen. Let me wrap up this skin thing. So, yes, yeah, yes. The, the third treatment yeah, that you would uh, stand by. Cool sculpting. No, I would not stand by. Oh, okay. This is a, a stay away. A stay beware. away. Fire beware. I had a horrible experience with cool sculpting. That's the one that's supposed to freeze your fat. And it does kill fat cells. So the idea behind it is they're like, they're freeze fat cells to death. So it's basically liposuction without the scars. Oh, but, but what does it fall off? But here's the thing. No, your body, like, it liquefies it. And then your body, like, absorbs it. You shit it, it out? Like, yeah, kind of. Whoa. But no, you don't You don't see no, it. No, but that's like, still pretty gnarly. Because liposuction, they, like, physically... Sorry to cut you off again. No, but apparently, 5% of people have excruciating pain with this cool sculpting. Everybody else is fine. I was one of the 5%. It was the most painful thing I've ever been through During or post? So what happens is they put it on you, and it has to, like, sit on your fat, whatever. So I had my love handles done. Uh, Good and spot. Yeah, good spot. And so it sits on there for like 30 minutes and it just feels so cold. So like for the first couple minutes, it's so cold that you're like, ah, but then it gets numb and you don't feel anything. But then after, when they take the thing off, they have to massage the fat to like break it up, to oh, liquefy shit. it. That's the part that hurts. It is the most painful thing. And then after they massage it for a while, uh, have you ever had like almost frostbite in your toes or fingers and then the blood rushes back in. Oh, like when you go like, back in the warm house yes. and then you're like, ah. It's like that, but on fucking steroids. Oh. And it is, I was on the ground. I'm not kidding you. I fell on the ground. I was writhing on the ground and the girl was like, are you okay? Are you okay? I said, leave the room. Oh I was like, God. get out. She had to leave. Cause you know when you hurt yourself and people are like, are you okay? Are you okay? It makes it so much worse. Yeah. I was like, bitch, get like out. I'm trying to just and, contain this. Oh, I was, I was, uh, I won't do it again. I will not do that one again. That's fine. But again, five percent. So maybe you would be fine. But yeah, yeah. You know, That's always the outlier. You never I know wasn't. if you're the one in a million. So, Even with like laser eye surgery or yeah. There was a story about a guy in the Toronto area who got laser eye surgery, and for whatever reason, afterwards he like just kept having these insane headaches to the point where he oh. ended up killing himself. <gasps> Whoa! This happened. It was like in the news, like two, three years ago, four years Oof. ago. A, so, I, my, I always expect my dad reads Jeez. the Citizen like every day, so I'm yeah. like. You know this stuff. No, but um, this Jeez. was a real story for sure that That's he had some awful. kind of like ringing in his ears or something along oh those lines. God. It was just incessant. And 
for a guy like me, I'm like, okay, never getting laser eye surgery then. Yeah. It's, well, now you could do made. Oh, here we go back to death. What What do you think about made? Made well, is the uh, what? Uh, the assisted suicide. Yeah. Medical assistance. Yeah. Medical, Me- assistance. Medically, uh, yeah. medical What did they used to call it? A euthanasia. Where did that? Well, come that's from? still a thing, but that's what we do to our dogs. Yeah, that's right. That's euthanize. Yeah. What is euthanasia? Why is it? It's the same involved? thing. It's. it's <laughs> anyway, so so on <laughs> Made, like... we've actually been involved in it. My wife had a, a boss who got very ill. And he wanted to pursue that route, and it was a couple. It was a couple of years ago now, and she helped him with the paperwork and all that, and getting the connections, and and it worked very well for him. Yeah, it, it was a very nice way to go, and I'm in favor of it. But what I'm a little cautious about are some of the things that are going on now, where they want to extend yeah. it, uh, yeah. you know, for mental health and. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then yeah. and, and then with children and things well, like yeah. that. It, it's like gender assignment stuff too. It's yeah. like, you oh, know what? Boy, Dad. Don't yeah. be doing this at 10. No, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree with you actually. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Uh, well, you just, you opened two topics there. But, yeah, yeah. But, but the maid thing, huge. I, I'm a huge supporter. That's how I'm going. If I ever get terminal cancer or something, bye. Yeah. That's because you can have your whole family there, the friends. Like, and, you know, I read a piece from a guy a few years ago. He was Ottawa based rather. And um, he had like some sort of incurable throat cancer stage yeah. four. And it was his piece. It was like almost poetic. Oh, yeah. It was just a little yeah. like he was writing it being like, I'm going to die tomorrow. Oh. And, and he was saying like, I'm okay with that. I'm really like happy that they gave me this position yeah. as, as an option because this is it sucks and it hurts and I'm done and it's okay oh, and here's where I am that? and he was like 84 or something it wasn't like some Still. guy where you're like no keep fighting you're 32 like but no I, it's just it, I can't imagine like I'm such a dramatic person <laughs> that I couldn't imagine being faced with the reality that it it's haunts over me. for you death haunts you know? me me too I ever have, since yeah. people started dying that I cared about yeah it haunts me in a way that like it's my mission to become okay with it. But I think that's maybe that's why why we want to be famous. Do you ever think about that? Yeah, I don't know if I want to be famous. Well, anymore. I do. As I have like my kids and stuff, the older I get, I'm like, I just want to. I want to be like, I want to pick the right actor, like the guy who plays Dennis on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. What, what is he talking about, actor? Why? What? Well, well, I'm just saying to like, play you. No, no, no. I'm saying actors are famous. Often. Oh, like just that. That's that oh, level of I famous. That like. Oh, oh I get if it. If you're Sorry. a fan of Always Sunny, you know yeah, him. Okay. But he's not like George yes. Clooney, where people are like harassing him. Or maybe they do. Maybe that's a bad yeah. pull. But somebody who's got like a sustainable yeah. life in the entertainment industry and a following to boost the ego, like we all need clearly, because yeah, yeah. we're all these right. desperate, yeah. entertaining people. secret revealed. You know. But I don't know. I. I think that there is definitely a level you can go over where it seems like it would be too burdensome yeah. and maybe not yeah. worth it anymore. And and then you can't like retreat. Like Britney. Not, and then you don't have the option to retreat, which is yeah. the most psycho mind fuck part of it. Yeah. Is that it's like, bite the cookie if you will, but you won't know if you got the poison one and then you can't You can check in, but like, you can't leave. Exactly. Yeah. It's very like Hitchcockian. It, it, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Give them back to dicks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see, see, full circle here. It's like we're comedians. <laughs> um... Okay, what do I got? But anyway, sorry, to wrap up made. I, oh, oh, yeah, we, sorry, we, so we sorry. A, no, uh, I totally, we, But yeah. I just don't want people so listening to be tangents. like, what was he going to say? No, true, true, true. My grandpa who just died, okay? He basically starved to death. They decide you're palliative and they starve you to death. Yeah. And they pump you full of morphine so you don't feel anything, yeah, of course. But that was off. my first, because my yeah. mom ultimately had a heart attack. But my grandpa, this was the first experience I had ever had seeing somebody dying like yeah. day after day dying 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 and they knew he was dying and they just let him 
waste away. The last time my sister saw him, she said his whole mouth was white. It looked like a, a skeleton in his mouth. She was trying to put water in his mouth because it was white. It's like, he's gone at that point. Just, You're saying just, just shut her down. Just shut her yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do you let someone suffer that way? Yeah. And that's why I'm a big proponent for MAID. Yep. Yeah. So so what kind of drugs do that? What is the, the life ender drug? Like what oh, is... God. Not to get too Dad. scientific, but what is the... Do they just OD you on something that you're supposed to have only a certain amount I, of? I don't know what, is there what the they exactly drug? use. It, it's a couple stages, though. First, they yeah. give you something that relaxes. Not to be insensitive no, and scientific. No, I just, you yeah, know. No, I, you I like that. They give you something to relax you, right? And you go to sleep and you don't feel anything. And that's probably like a big push of potassium or something like that. It's all you got. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so, yeah. A vitamin. <laughs> well, it, well, it's a mineral, right? But you and have to push it. Conduction. Like, they don't give it to you. You push it yourself, right? Unless you've signed something over, that's, maybe. Uh, I think the doctor can administer Oh, can they? Yeah, I, yeah. That would be almost yeah. too much of a trip to have well, to do it yourself. Yeah, There's that's a documentary. Right. I watched a documentary yeah. where a guy, it, this was in Europe, though, and he, he did it to himself. But could you imagine? Yeah. Oh that my would God. be tough. But I think it is very similar to like what we do to our dogs is when I had my dog put to sleep, he he was like, he's going to go to sleep. And then I, and a few seconds later, his heart will stop. So I think it's similar. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very similar. Yeah. Oh, isn't that horrific? I just think, you know what? Every time that death tries to scare me lately, I try to be more like wherever I'm at right now. Yeah. And like, I can say that full heartedly right now because I'm like loving having this conversation mm -hmm. with you. And I just feel like... That that's like the the way you fight back. I no, because that's all you can do. Yeah, right. You, you know it's, what? You're right. It's like it's it is this beautiful joke. Yeah. Or maybe not. Maybe it'll all make sense when we die. But like the wasting your here now. Yeah. Wondering and stressing about the, yes. the then yes. and the whatever it's gonna be. Yeah. It's becoming more and more futile to me in a way that irritates me now. In a good way. I think yeah. that's good for me because I used to revel in it and be like, hmm, what's going to happen? I'm 30. And knowing full well, 30, you're probably going to live a really long time, so I have time to pontificate about this. But the <laughs> older I get, I'm the more I'm like, fuck that. Let's just do some yeah. stuff, you know? Yeah. And every year, and it's kind of like this liberating, like, you know, roller coaster towards the lava pit where you're just like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Give me some myth. I, I hear, <laughs> whoa, that escalated quickly. Well, I'm saying when you're like 89 and you're well, like, you're about to die and we're in made. There's like, a way to die. Did you want to try heroin? I'll just have I mean, another this drink. This is your last chance. <laughs> I just you know, started eating sugar again or something. Yeah, like that. yeah there you go. <laughs> you're like the diabetic guy and then they I find out it. you're going to die. <laughs> you're going to eat that piece of cake. I had a cookie. I would give me, yeah. A, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's... well, Jane Fonda was just uh, last week. She did an interview uh, that talked about how she's kind of like ready to go, and she's like, "I know that I don't have that much longer." She's like, I have. <laughs> and then she's like, "Next week, my ready to go workout video." <laughs> Are you ready to go? Get your chair. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to. But um, she was saying, and so her point was though that as you get older, and and she's in her late eighties now, you accept death a lot easier than you do when you're in your thirties. Yeah. In so, a way that I think when you see older people, when you're our age or younger than us or whatever, that like there is some sort of a calm wave that like a grandparent wave, if you will, that passes over you when you're in the presence of people that are on that end. Yeah. I mean, unless they're like a homeless person that's had nothing but horrid things happen to them. But if there's someone who's like in a good place and they're they've dealt with what we're talking about with yeah. this whole um, impending doom kind of passing and being like, okay. This is what it is. Yeah. Like, I'm here. I'm now, you know. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> this is such a good podcast. Man. It I is. Yeah. Um, favorite meal of the day? Like breakfast, like, lunch, dinner? And what's hmm. your guilty pleasure meal? 
Oh, so both. <gasps> well, I and do they uh, do they align? Well, no, because I'm kind of an unconventional eater. I'm a big believer in the eat when you're hungry thing. So like. I'm a big nighttime snacker. I may mm -hmm. enjoy like, you know, a little marijuana before bed. And that leads to like chips and cake. Yeah. And so then sometimes when I wake up in the morning, I'm not hungry for breakfast because I just ate cake before I went to sleep. And so I'll skip breakfast and, and I won't eat until like in the afternoon. Yeah. You know, like a snake. But I'm, I'm not saying that's healthy. I'm just saying that's what that's what I do. I'm very similar. I have like one big meal right before I go to sleep. And then generally, as long as I have coffee in the morning, yeah. I'm good to like 4 or 5 yeah. p.m. And then I could have like a snack. Yeah, I'm the same. Some beers, maybe. I'll tell you, I think that the three meal a day thing is a bit of a, a marketing. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I, I really yeah. think that. You want to supersize it? You know, you know like that's, yeah. come on. Let's talk about that. How about, how about how crazy it is that like technically if you can just eat food and put less um, emphasis on the flavor in general, you can save so much money. Yeah, but okay, you can get so healthy. No, no, no. If you're just like, yeah, no. like cauliflower, and you just fucking munch it. Disagree. I would have agreed with you before I got COVID. I got COVID in the original wave when you, you lose your melasma. Oh. I was never so depressed, Oliver. You were just eating like styrofoam. Yeah. And I didn't think I was like a food driven person. Yeah. But when you literally cannot take, like, you know, when you've had a cold, you can still get a, like a little sense of what yeah. you're eating not a thing Weird. i could i could have been eating cardboard it was really depressing i had it covid was. twice and i never had that you element. never had that no oh yeah full-on lost my smell and taste it was awful and how long did that last uh eh, it was about three weeks oh damn yeah that's it, a long time it, it lasted the psychological longer. part of that i it get it was hard yeah it really even coffee yeah i would i would literally put my face in my like coffee thing and not to, or garlic or nothing, something yeah nothing so but then you could still turn that the other way i mean you probably felt like shit because you had covid but let's just say well, you were yeah. feeling well <laughs> there is that if you were feeling well though you could turn that the other way and be like okay i guess i'm eating brussels sprout yeah, balls you and know, you just like chuck them in you're like it doesn't taste like anything but i guess i just i never in my life realized the pleasure for lack of a better word that humans get from taste and smell. Or that I got. Let's not undercut smell. Yeah, and smell. Such a big part Is of your smell. taste. Yeah, that's the right. The olfactory did, did engine there. Did you lose weight? Did I lose weight? What are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's bulked up, Dad. We talked about the fitness thing. No, uh, but he No, I, yeah. I didn't lose weight. You know why? Because I only was sick for about a week because I had just had my vaccine. And they told me that because I had the vaccine, it uh, sped it up. So like mm. some people were out for like a month. I only had it really bad for a week. So no, I didn't lose weight. But I get that question because that's kind of getting back to what I was saying, it being a benefit, that would be the thing where you're just like, yeah. why would you eat Snickers when you know, like logically they're bad for you and you're not getting any of the dopamine kind of like <laughs> drug-like release that you would normally get from, from them. From the taste, yeah. Or maybe you yeah. will. That yeah. would be actually an interesting well, yeah. thing. Give a guy who mm -hmm. can't taste the Snickers and does he still feel like, mm, yeah. What was their slogan? Um, uh, wolf one down, I think. Was I don't know. I, I just want to hear you make that noise again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm doing my crusty size. <laughs> Jesse. Oh, no, Jesus. Okay. Um, I would have sex with a clown. I uh, I enjoy clowns. What do you think about clowns? This is it. No, that was my clown reference. Um, <laughs> I thought that was his end to the podcast. No, no. Which would have made sense. I just wanted you guys to picture that it clown, uh, who apparently is an alien. Yeah, that's, I haven't yeah. seen the sequel, but yeah, don't what do I think of clowns? I, I'm not afraid of them. I like. The, no. I mean, I don't want to have a run-in with Gacy. No, but, me neither. <laughs> but the people, like, I knew a girl in grade 10 who, like, again, I don't believe her. She was doing it for, like, attention, I think. But she said, if I hear the circus song, like, I'm going to have a panic attack. 
Maybe, just, maybe I should take that more seriously. Maybe like she had like a why? ringmaster abusive. And so so people would do that because she like asked them to essentially without asking. And then she'd be like, no, stop it. What? Like that sounds like an attention thing. Right. And I was only in grade 10. But but there are a lot of people though that will thank you. Thank you, I'm missing them all. Yeah, you are. Um sorry. I have to host too. It's a lot. It's a lot. Just razzing you. No, no, I know. I love you, buddy. Um no, okay. He's got nothing. Okay. Goodbye. One, no, one year at the North Pole. Yeah. Or two in the Sahara. And you have the things to survive. You're not going to die, but it is, it is the extremes. Why did you choose one in the North or two in the Sahara? Because I think most people would gravitate towards, towards the, the heat being like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get a tan. But it's mm. like you might get skin cancer. You might have like drought. Yeah. You will. I mean, again, you have to have like water and the things you need to survive. But other than that, it's like this is the climate you're in. Yeah. And they're both barren and isolated. Mm-hmm. But one is shorter, so it is something to take into account. It just makes it more interesting. Yeah, I'm going with North Pole because it's shorter. Because it's you're Canadian, it's, uh, yeah, <laughs> and it's horrible outside. So it's a good excuse to stay home and drink wine and watch TV. In your little igloo. And Christmas, hello! Yeah. I'll be the number one elf, Daddy. I'll wrap your presents. Give me that candy cane. I've been know, a this... naughty boy. Oh my God! Some of your fans See? are probably getting off to this. Yeah. Right now. So North Pole, hundred <laughs> percent. I don't like to sweat. Then you can't wear makeup. You can't wear hairspray. You can't wear anything. You got pit stains. I totally thought you were going to go like the sunshine tan. No, vibe. no. North Pole. Yeah, I, I thought he was going to go the Peter North Pole. What's that? Oh, Peter North. I Who's that? that? Who's that? I don't know Peter North. What? He's who? the cum shot guy. What? Yeah, yeah. What? He's a guy from like the 80s who like just has like epic amounts of semen. Yeah. Well, and it's used, 100% real because like, it was back when they couldn't fake that shit. <gasps> you used to call him Peter Beer Can North. I didn't know that. Okay, a little too okay, much. Here we go with the beer can. But yeah, that is not. I don't like that. Don't say I my dick's like a beer can. That's, yeah, that's disgusting. Weird. Nobody wants a big, thick beer can yeah. dick. Although Maybe someone was like, "This beer- is my pink Whitney," it might sound a little more. Well, appealing. Pink Whitney is a different. Song. Let's <laughs> see if I can. And pink is more. <laughs> oh yeah, no problem. Pink is more. Uh, Peter you North. You said that. I'm writing this down. I gotta Google this guy. I don't know this guy. Yeah, I yeah, I'm familiar. He's, he's Canadian. <laughs> He's Canadian. What? Dad, yeah, that is are you Googling him right now? From the East Coast. Ah, Newfie. <laughs> Maybe a Newfie. Where? I must have read a biography or something. Yeah, right. You know? Okay. Uh-huh. Wow. Learn a lot about my dad. You know what's funny? Last night at uh, Yuck Yucks, it came up uh, porn categories. So so someone shouted out in the audience. They're like, what porn category do you click on? And I was like, what do you think? And I made them guess. Do you know what they, you know what they picked? I don't know. Well, you guess. You I'm guess my say... porn category. I don't know, like something uh, maybe subdom, kind of like a little bit of kinky uh, capture stuff. I don't know. I don't know either. What? what like, I mean, what's it depends the right on your mood. Here? I, I, I regret bringing this up. This got weird. No, no, not even, not uh, even. I'm very interested though. Like, who's? You're very. Is he very interested? Well, what so, did they uh, think though? They thought daddies. They thought I click on older guys. Oh, interesting. Which maybe I do, but like you know, your moods change. Dude, the porn industry is an interesting thing. I've heard this many times that like it always is the first to get on a new format. Mm-hmm. So if Laserdisc comes out, there's some porn Laserdisc. <laughs> and then they're like, it didn't yeah, really work. Yeah, no yeah. one's doing Laserdisc. They're like, we got in there. Totally. Just like we always get in there. Um, <laughs> but no, but seriously, the porn industry now, I do find if you go to like Pornhub or something, which come on, we yeah. all do. We had that little 
boom, that's probably not the song. Yeah, no, with the orange and the black and the boom. Everyone probably could have done that. I hear it in my head right now. All right, yeah, people are taking yeah, people are taking off their pants. Yeah, let's do it. Anyways, I actually use a site incest. I was gonna say so weird. What? No, but why is that such a thing? That's like the trending thing. Everyone wants to fuck their mom or their sister. Not me. Not what well, is I hope this isn't my algorithmic thing they're they're showing me because I certainly didn't click that way. Uh, but I find it's just like yeah, be into some shit, like do uh, your thing. You got a consenting partner. I would more like yeah, but okay, not incest. I would okay like a lot of other things before. Yeah, you should probably fantasize about your sister. Like that's you know fucked, what, man. The one thing I don't understand is feet. And I'm sorry if either yeah, of you are into that one either. But like, yeah, the, because the people that are into feet are really. I know it's a whole thing. It's There's like f- wiki feet yeah. for celebrities and stuff. It's a thing. I think feet. It's and again, I'm just wagering a guess because it's not my kink. And yeah. again, no judgment overall. Like if no, you're not hurting I, no, anyone I, no. and you have a consenting partner, do your fucking thing. If but you're I, a furry but, or whatever. Yeah, but I think it's weird. I do too, and we're entitled <laughs> to those opinions. Yes. And it also seems like as a guy with a dick, yeah, I feel like. Feet have like warts and like you know just like oh, dirt and not like mine. just like well I don't get petties I'm just saying walk around feet yeah uh, they no Oliver most don't have warts oh not warts sorry I don't have warts you said warts I said that warts are a thing on feet uh, sorry Matt, no you said most have warts I said dirty right after and I mean I've walked around without my flip flops on I right, come well, home and been like my feet are black I probably have had a toe yeah, wart or I've had a, no listen I've it had was a wart toe herpes no no it I've was had a, just a regular planter's listen, wart listen I'm sensitive about no, pla- don't planter shame me don't, okay? I, well, no, you know what I'm trying to look out for you because so I used to be a lifeguard and I had my share of planter's warts and they're gross yeah and you I've have had to get a couple treated, yeah, yeah they are then annoying. you have to go to the clinic like and they okay, burn. well now we're confessing i've had a couple yeah sports i'm not gonna say it like hypothetically anymore i have had a couple well but this is all the, my larger point was the feet <laughs> thing this is why i don't find feet to Attractive. be an erogenous zone yeah because it seems like this is our mechanical vehicle we yeah. used to get around this is our mobility it's probably not going to be much, I guess we do give hand jobs and we shake yeah, hands well, with people. And you know who what? Don't go to the vaginas can have warts too. Oh yeah, well, okay, you uh, can go there. Now yeah. he's gay. Well, so can dicks actually. Yeah, that's so what can I'm so, aware uh, of STIs. Dad, yeah, yeah. you had to go there, Jamie. And I don't mean I'm aware of STIs like I'm aware of them, but you know, yeah, I, yeah I've, that's I'm a germaphobe and I have OCD. So. Oh, are you? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh really? Well, I mean, I've gotten better over okay, the years, wait, but I'm like, definitely OCD. Oh when I said OCD, that wasn't. I actually loathe when people say like, yeah, I totally packed too many bags. It's my OCD. And they don't oh, yeah, actually, no, no, it's like, really. this is detrimental yeah. to my life. Is it, it is. Well, it has been. It's <gasps> been at points, you know, a huge Stop. cataclysmic thing for Stop, me. For really? sure. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I mean, if we're going to get into it, when yeah. I was, I think 10 was the first, I probably talked about it on the podcast before, but I was about 10 when the OCD set in the old OCD. Um, my parents would probably corroborate that, that I was like, um, erasing my math homework because the numbers didn't look right to the point <gasps> where like the paper was falling apart oh my God. because I was like, this wow. five isn't right. I don't really remember. I can't put myself in those shoes, but yeah. I know it's a factual. I remember shutting every fucking door in the house yeah, all the time. I still do that. Yeah. I still, every door I is shut all the time. I still check the, the stove hell? and the doors at least five times a night. What about light? Even when I know I just checked them. Did you have a light sure. switch thing? Never. It's never been switch? a big one. That's a big one. Now apparently. it's as a dad, I'm like, who left the fucking lights on? That's a whole other thing. But but uh, what about the germs? Okay, because I just want to tell you, I was I thinking work in sterilization at the hospital. I should prove oh, so you, oh, right. Well, so you found a way to make it work. Yeah, literally. Yes, yes and no. Yeah. How do you feel about hotels? Because I'll tell you, and this is like a shameless, yeah. 
Um, I'm not oh my god, to... I have so much to say about well, hotels. I, well, okay, because since I've I've been booking more road gigs, see, that was the shameless. But it's true. And so I used to be very nervous about hotels and want to bring wipes everywhere. But since I've been staying in so many of them lately, it's like I've just I've gotten used to oh it. Oh my and god! I, okay. I don't care. So my hotel paranoia is very different from germs, actually, because oh. I figure they're pretty good on that. Especially if you get like a three plus star place yeah. or whatever on one of those sites. Well, you know, with Yuck Yucks, they're not whatever. always three star. Well, yeah. Okay. If there's a roach in the bed, maybe. Yeah. The last place Again, I stayed. Roach or roach. The last place I stayed was called the Rocking Mountain Inn. Mm. Yeah. I'm more worried about, um, and again, I'm not worried about this, but again, with Airbnbs specifically. Oh, yeah. No, I don't. Because do that's like somebody's house. Yeah. But this, yeah, that actually worries me more. Yeah. People are like, it's such a great deal. I'm like, no. do you know how small cameras are now? And do you know how cheap they are? And, and then it was like, oh, well, if they put that on the internet, then they would get arrested. It's like, well, maybe it's just for their fucking cachet. Yeah, that's right. Like, here's all the couples that fucked in my bed. That's right. And I go like, I don't want to go on vacation and not have sex, but this <laughs> weirds me out. And then it's just, and then you're just having sex and you're like, under the blankets, keep it under the blankets. Well, and also then <laughs> and it's the, just like this. Uh, and who else had sex on this bed? Not, who had diarrhea on this bed? Yeah. You know, it goes Those on. things I can almost get over because... That's if if it's sterilized and I work in sterilization again. So if the process is correct, really you don't have a lot to worry about that. Yeah, but it's not correct in Airbnbs. You no, know that. exactly, exactly. Yeah, but they say if you go into a hotel room, any old hotel room, upscale, lower scale, whatever. Yeah. And you take in a black light. Stop. You're gonna freak out. Yeah. It's gonna be like on the ceilings, on the walls, what, and then black? it becomes like what? one of those bridges. Calm or blood. Both. No, that's that's then it becomes like one of those bridges where everybody leaves their gum or like everybody puts a lock and then you're like, well, now I got to. <laughs> 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 like, add well, to the mosaic. My, and I put this on my Instagram story <laughs> last night. There's a suspicious stain on the wall in the hotel room I'm in right now in Ottawa, but it's like a, I put, is this blood or wine? Because it's like a maroon like swipe on the wall. <laughs> What? It's what is be it? it? Bed bugs for me. That's the one thing. Oh, I just yeah. don't want to ever come. Oh. No submissives in my bed, thanks. No. no Imagine if no. you got filmed having sex in a dirty, stained bed while getting bed bugs. This would just be the worst <gasps> nightmare. Unless it parlayed into a Kardashian-esque career, because then it's worth it. How about this, Jesse? <sighs> What's your spiciest opinion that you hold that most people would disagree with? Oh. <laughs> if you can pick one. <laughs> um... Oof, I don't know how real I want to be about this. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, pick your lane here. That's fine. I'm, it's not a loaded question. I'm um, not trying to get some juice here. Oh, geez, I really don't know. Um, What's something that like you adamantly kind of stand by that well, maybe you've gotten a lot of flack for? And I wrote down trucker convoy, like as if you could. As if I support it? I don't support it. <laughs> no, no, that would just, you do support it? No, I don't. Oh, no, no, that was just a joke. Yeah. Like, I couldn't picture you being at no, the okay. trucker convoy. Uh, okay, here, okay, let's go back to this. You know what? I own this. The, the body positivity thing, I think that it does a lot of disservice in promoting an unhealthy lifestyle mm. because being obese is a disease. Dis-ease. Yeah. You're not healthy. Yeah. You're not large and in charge. You're sick. And so I don't like... It doesn't like, mean you should be like diminished mean, no, no. to the point where you feel like you shouldn't exist. That's right. Okay. Now but let's not celebrate obesity. And it doesn't mean just because you're overweight, you can't be healthy. You yeah, can't yeah. live a long time. All these things. And as long as you're trying your best. And, and but, you're, it, but not trying your best to lose weight. That's not my point. No, But no, no, to no. be healthy. To be healthy, exercise. Exactly. Yeah. So this idea that... when you can. Sitting on the couch all day and Stay eating as hydrated. much fast food as you can is okay. And you should be proud of yourself. And... Love yeah. yourself anyway. No. That seems very corporate. 
It's very corporate. Like catching, and, yeah. And you just need a balanced life. I'm not the most healthiest person. I like to drink. I eat a lot of sweets. Yeah. You know, I smoke weed. I have unhealthy habits of my own. But I try to balance them by exercising and eating a vegetable once in a while. And so, so that's my point is I feel like in the last five years, we've really leaned into the fat is okay. And yeah. it's a, you know, an unhealthy fat is okay. And no, it's not. Yeah, no, I, I again, feel like I have to tread lightly when you speak about See, these well, things. See, I didn't want to go there, but I went there. Yeah, but we're both white men, but you have the gay card at yeah. least, so you get a little bit of more wiggle room. The gay with... cloak of armor. No, but but that's <laughs> the reason I chose that is because I would defend that. I I, I will have a fight, an argument about that. Because well, it's I feel like someone about like it. Lizzo again is very, uh, you know, in the midst of of celebrity, yeah. and everyone is very gravitating towards her, and rightfully so. She seems like a fantastic person. She yes. seems to have like a warm energy. She's very talented. Yeah. I'm bopping to her songs. But I do feel like, and maybe that's the interesting part is it's not really necessarily her goal, but people will mechanize you mm -hmm. once you become that thing, like the Britney Spears. Once you yeah. become more than yourself and mm -hmm. you are this uh, commodi commodity. Commodity. I was going to say commoditizable. I don't know oh, if that's okay. a word. Commoditize. Commoditize. Yeah. Com See, you're struggling to that. Know, but you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Once you become a product we can manufacture, yes. then we can push agendas with it. We can uh, use your image to represent a thing that maybe yeah. you haven't signed on for. Uh, but interesting. Just I want to know your thoughts. I saw an ad on Facebook where she's on like a Peloton, and she's, yeah. So what? Well, how does so, that but, no, but no, because again, you have more wiggle room than I do. So she is a body positive person, and she posts a lot of thirst traps, and she shows a lot of skin. Yeah. But she also exercises, and she talks about exercising and she talks about eating a balanced diet. So even though she's overweight and she's large... And she's probably has so many stresses that most the oh, average person doesn't have yeah. to deal with. So there's that aspect as well. So, so my point is, like, there's a place for body positivity. Of course there is. Yeah. But I just don't like that it gives people an inch that want to take it in an unhealthy way yeah. and use it as an excuse to eat McDonald's for three meals a day. And it's an interesting thing to note that like hundreds of years ago, there was a movement similar where it was like being overweight was seen oh, as like a royal. Yeah, but that's just because you, you could afford to eat. Ruben well, Lizzo yeah. can afford to eat. Well, yeah. Is it not sort of still parlaying to the future of like, I, I, mean, I have I wealth, I have the ability to eat as much? Well, I don't know because the food, uh, we're talking the <laughs> I States. feel really bad. I'm not trying to throw Lizzo on, in the grinder here. You no, know, but, like, no, but she is the, the top of mind example yeah, she right kinda, now. Yeah, sure. exactly. Yeah, I don't think it's it's only me that would have brought no, her to the table so here. but food's so cheap. Like in the States, especially like the the crap, you, it costs more to eat a salad than to eat a Big Mac. Exactly. And so you're course, geared for failure. Yeah, yeah. And so it's not the way it was in the 1800s because you're not eating enough quality food to gain weight. Can I? You're eating crap. Um, I, I want to go. And I was a fat kid. I just want to say, but I, that's another cloak of armor. I was a very fat kid. I was bullied for being fat. I was very overweight until I was about 13. And so I feel like I have a, a history with it too. You've got this redemption yeah. arc. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. I would never would have pictured you as the oh, yeah. chunky I'll show you. I'm not. Well, but then, I'm, hey, let's look at our Jerry O'Connells. Come on. Yeah. You know, there are those yes. cases of, of the fat kid in the movies and then they grow up to be a nice little buff boy. Yeah, they call That's us. That's very uh, common, actually. Prepubescent children will often be a little pudgy. Yeah, and you run they, off the chunk. Oh, is it? That's, yeah, that's very common. No, like, not not really obese, but, yeah. but pudgy. And then when they hit their growth spurt, yeah, they shoot up, that's right? it. It all slims out as the hormones I change. wanted to go Ugly all duckling. the way back mm -hmm. because I wanted to slight Joan Rivers' roast you when I was talking okay. about, I had written down, like, Jesse would never be in the trucker convoy. And then my little roast was that with vaccines, you'd be like... <laughs> You know, what? I'm just, I'm gonna stop taking needles now. <laughs> Sorry, that was my little. Only because we talked about Botox already, and you look beautiful. Um, okay. 
Remember that fake laugh we talked about? <laughs> <laughs> That's a callback. Um, last five years, what have you have gotten better at saying no to? Ooh. Uh, you know what? Things I don't want to do. Like events, parties. Social gatherings. Yeah. Okay, okay. Or even jobs. Like if it's not enough money. Okay, We need something. you here, Jesse. Yeah. We need you here Tuesday. And you're like, fuck N- you. Well, no, but more comedy. I'm thinking like I've learned uh, how to say no. Like... A younger me would would take a gig for twenty bucks because oh not everybody's being offered a comedy spot you know but then as you get more experience and as you build your resume you learn to know your worth and yeah. so it's okay to say no to a twenty dollars spot because you know somebody else will hire you for a lot more I, so I don't know that sounds very smarmy to say no, but no, I hope no, you no. know what I mean is like yeah. you know you start to get more requests if you're successful and so then you have to at some point put a barrier on it otherwise you're working for free yeah like Dylan black in ottawa that, sorry i was just gonna say i don't feel that's smarmy at all i feel that's very genuine yeah but that's been my big because i'm a people pleaser i like to get along with people i like to say yes uh and i'm grateful for any opportunity i have so i feel like you know who am i to say no to something yeah but 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 i've i have well, i meant what i said at the beginning that you're like a host's dream because one thing i had in my notes which i didn't even touch on was that um when I did the earlier episode with you, which was episode 11 of this show, and we had really, uh, and no disregard to the guests that had come prior, the first 10, but like I was still totally figuring things out. But it was an episode that I felt like I did a good job and mm-hmm. I had a real rapport. And I think a lot of that is owed to you as a guest that you were very giving and you were very present. And uh, to the point that when we went on a break, when the pandemic hit, I had done 20 episodes but I had done Strombo and that was like the yeah, big whatever. I remember that. And I applied for some CBC thing when the pandemic hit, when I was in that three month sort of interim and I applied uh, for this podcast, whatever program, I didn't get it. But the episode I put in was yours instead of Strombo's. Oh, wow. Honest to God, because I thought that we had this rapport yeah, and it was do. just such a fun like experience. And, and that was what I wanted my show. I was like, if you don't like this, you don't like my show, okay. basically. Does that make sense? That's cute. Oh, th- that's really nice. Thanks, Oliver. Well, no, it's just been uh, replicated here yeah. today, honestly. I think so. You know, it comes from a yes and place. I have an improv background. I'm a theater student. Yeah. So you take the ball and you run. Yeah. It's a lot like sports, you know. And I find sometimes on air, people tend to block you or they try to challenge you. And I'm not like that. I try to just go with not it. Not at all, yeah. And so I, f- I feel like it gets you a better product in the end. Definitely. To tell the truth. Yeah, but it feels real at the it same time. You it don't feel like a product. You feel like yeah. the real, you know, article like John Candy, the genuine article. But I'm available to be commoditized. <laughs> commoditized. JesseReynolds.ca. Follow God me on damn. social media. Um, Am I doing your, your part now? Well, actually, I was going to ask if you wanted to plug anything, but remember that uh, it's like December. Mm-hmm. No, Obsessed to Death. Uh, I'm so proud of that movie. I, if anybody wants to watch it and you can't find it because I believe it's only uh, streaming in the States right now. Tubi and Hulu if I you made, are in the States. Yeah. Uh, or a lot of people here apparently Otherwise, have Otherwise, Jesse will send it to you. He told me that. I didn't say that. No. <laughs> Uh, apparently a lot of people have a way of hacking the American it's like American Netflix you get like a VPN that says you're somewhere else a lot of people people have been doing it apparently it's easy I never figured it out but uh, I may or may not have a link so slide into my DMs if you want to see it or I'll send it to Oliver and he can send it to you too but uh, it's a really fun movie. I'm extremely proud yeah, of it. Yeah, please send it to me because I'm going to watch yeah. it for sure. So that's that's my main thing. And then otherwise... Uh, I know you know, he doesn't die now. Yeah, yeah I don't die. 
but I have I have two or three death scenes. And yeah, you had a prominent role. Like yeah. you, were, oh, you had a character name. Bitch, I was number three. Yeah, you weren't like Jim Rat Four. Oh no, yeah, exactly. That's why it's such a big deal. I've been in movies before, but it's always receptionist. Yeah, yeah. There's another one, a Christmas one airing now on uh the W Network called Road Trip Romance, where I play a receptionist, but I'm just a bitch that keeps asking her if she wants water. Yeah. I don't even have a name. So this name this one, my name's Gage Iron. Hot. And sounds uh, so made up. Yeah, it, well it is. Well, no, but you know what I mean. Yeah, well, it doesn't sound believable. That it's I mean. a good movie. I like how you referred to yourself as number three because the yeah. Steve Martin just came out with a new book, and it's called something like Number One is Walking, oh. and because it comes from movie sets when yes. when the lead actually walks somewhere, they go Number One is Walking. Yes. yes. So so oh my god. So cool, oh, cool. I have a video on my phone. I'll show you. So oh my god. I loved shooting this movie because it was my first experience really being treated like a movie star because, and it's not because you're, they want to blow your ego up. It's, it's, um, it's like an insurance thing. It's like a safety thing. You can't leave the set because if something happens to you, if you trip and hurt your face, that affects the whole production. So anytime I'd go to like get a coffee, there'd be a PA following me with a walkie talkie. <laughs> number three is leaving the set. Number three is going to Starbucks. <laughs> number, two, number three is taking a leak. Like, That's a real yeah. thing. That's a real thing. Crazy. I loved it. I loved it. Oh, you like those updates. Yeah. Oh, I just well, have someone Number follow me with a walkie-talkie. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, please watch Obsessed to Death. Otherwise, uh, you know, if you want to hang out with me, I'm on air 6 to 10 every day. And we'll put Kingston. your socials up at the beginning of the, sure. the episode. That'll all be on screen. So Me and my fabulous co-host, Monica, 6 to 10 in Kingston, 104.3 Fresh Radio. Nice. And uh, that's it. And sometimes with Walichka. Sometimes with Walichka on TV. What time Som- do you have to get up at? Sometimes with the Yuck Yucks. Oh, the age of Oh, my dad's question. This is the one. Can I pee while you do this? And what? If, no, you can't. We're no, almost done. Okay. Okay. Let's wrap it because I got to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah me it's been a long right, one. Yeah. That's it's been okay. two hours. Uh, get up at 3.30. It's rough. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so we have to ask the one question mm-hmm. because every season I have a new question. And this one is kind of the opposite of the season three question, which was your dream job. Kind of what would you oh. be doing? This is what is the worst job you have ever had? And why was it so fucking <laughs> shitty? Wow. I thought we all had to pee. Uh, you know. Well, you can, you know. It was rough. Denny's. Denny's. <laughs> you win right there. Dish pit. Oh, okay? God. And you know how I quit? Because they wouldn't give me New Year's Eve off. So I just didn't show up for my New Year's Eve shift and I got fired. I did not care at all. That was the most disgusting job I've ever had. I love That's going. That's a grand to- slam quit I- right there. Hey. Oh, I know a little I bit about I love restaurants. <laughs> I still go to restaurants all the time, but I'm surprised that didn't scar me because the piles of like gray sludge you would see. They haunt your dreams. Yeah. <laughs> I was a dishwasher at Moxie's, a yeah. little classier. Yeah, so. But uh, yeah, Denny's, oh, right Ooh. off the bat. Yeah, so They're that, known for their you know, sketchiness. Warehouse wasn't great. Selling tulip bulbs out of a warehouse. Okay. Yeah, but, but that's more recent. So you're, you're yeah. mature, Jesse. You can handle that. Yeah, but. but it just wasn't a fit. You know what I mean? It wasn't a... It wasn't a brand fit. But Denny's was probably young, right? <laughs> Very young, yeah. So that's that's demoralizing. It was awful. <laughs> it was awful. Yeah. Let's end on that high note. Hey! All right, yo, thank this you so fun. much for thank coming. You. Were you going to high five me yeah, like a straight always, two high? I, I usually do. Ah! Yeah, double. Okay, there. That was, we got to get those pectoral. Oh, whoa. <laughs> okay, turn the cameras off. Yeah, that's all right. Good, good night, Pink Whitney. Bye. <laughs>